0: Okay, podcast is recording. Intro song. Maybe I could have waited a few seconds.
1: That's fine. You know, like just uh, the start thing, in chaos. And just
0: letting it iron itself out naturally. Sometimes, but uh, right now this, it's not loading. No. It's uh... a... <laughs> hey, there we Man? go. <laughs> Get it, Google. Another episode of you tweeted, you mean it. I am your host, Lord Byron, also known as. (coughs) Also known as Black Rocker on Instagram and Lord Black Rocker on. Oh, fuck that up. Also known as Black Rocker on Twitter and Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. Uh, This is an episode. Um number eighty one. Uh this is you tweeted you mean did episode eighty one balloon. Uh welcome. Uh I have a guest here with me. Uh welcome in uh James Germain. Hello all who was listening.
1: I am James Jermaine. I don't I don't I wish that I was like Byron Professional and had uh your hashtags ready and your your acts meant, i don't know any of mine i don't remember <laughs> them just look up my name james jermaine with a g no e at the end uh it and you look for my face like i don't know i'm pretty i don't know
0: <laughs> you don't remember your, your twitter name
1: passion underscore pitiful it's a play on the uh the band passion pit i'm not a fan of the band but i like the name and I'm a pessimist By nature So I thought Passion Pitiful sounded like a good Twitter handle
0: Makes sense Pretty cool.
1: Passion underscore pitiful I'm on there on Twitter uh, Twice a year <laughs> But I'm on there everyday looking up Ugandan porn But I mean as far as <laughs> looking up mentions And keeping up with people <laughs> Twice a year at most uh, I only get people trying to sell me things On inboxes I never get to people trying to get me work or pussy. No, it's just trying to sell me things. That's why I'm not on Twitter. I'm gonna shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. Uh it's a unique Twitter experience, although like Cussing, I don't way. No, that's no, cool. Cussing is fine. Hey, I don't get any like offers or anything on Twitter either. Or like emails or DMs, I guess is the yeah. right I better put my phone on silent. You ever put your phone on sound? <laughs> I did, before we started the podcast nice. This I is your podcast, not. what happened? I use my phone most of the time and then like a lot of the episodes have vibrations and stuff, this table is, is like a vibration <laughs> Like <laughs> makes yeah, two it and little, four. Yeah, it <laughs> makes it way louder and shit <laughs> I was talking about oh, not getting DMs, I don't really even like talk to people that much on Twitter no. like I don't really at people although I used to but it was always like a like people I knew would never answer
1: like celebrities yeah, yeah. I used to do that like at at my favorite thing was always the at Ben Affleck <laughs> uh, but not to this Ben Affleck it was some shit by Jimmy Kimmel it, he had a started a hashtag called hashtag no to Ben Affleck and I'm like oh, okay. why don't more people use this and it died away, but I'm trying to bring that back, like, Resurrection style, it's not working yet. I'm still trying. <laughs> but that's why I use Twitter for to try to bring back old hashtags.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Still not working, though. So what's Twitter for? I don't understand it. Besides, you've gotten the point, that's what I'm getting at. Why? What's the other reason to be on that for? Uh, to check out which publicist pushed another, another tweet by a celebrity, like... I know that's not Tom Cruise on Twitter. Like, I'm, I'm, I know that's not the Queen of England on Twitter. I know that's the Queen of England's <laughs> 13th assistant that's on Twitter. I know that's not yeah, actual yeah. people on there. So why?
0: Sometimes, like, I think Trump's actually on Twitter. Oh,
1: absolutely. You can't fake Trump. Yeah. Uh, you can't fake that character.
0: He, then, like, some people have real accounts, but, like, most of it corporate shit. Or, like, uh, an entity is going to be some random person. An entity? Yeah, like a corporation?
1: Oh, right. Like uh like Drake. He is now a company. He <laughs> yeah, is, he Drake. Is, he's a, but somehow he still gets on the DMs, you know, I guess with girls on on so you know, like pretty girls and that's how they get their shits. I can't wait.
0: Have you seen Soldier Boy's Twitter? No. Not Soldier Boy, uh although he does do some Twitter shit. But like uh Base Guy, Lil B. Lil B's Lil Twitter. B.
1: Well, I mean, I've been following him a little bit for years, but I mean, like, I know of his escapades. but I don't know, follow him every day. I know recently he tweeted something. I know he's a very objective dude. Like, he always has opinions that that, that the masses don't agree with, and that's why he, people fuck with him. Like, uh, he was the only one, I, well, I'm not the only one, but he mentioned something about there being a conspiracy out there, you know, in regards to you know, Cosby or something like that. You know, oh wow! He, he tweeted that or something. Could be something major. Or something, but I know it was obtuse from whatever one it was going with. And that's why I like Lil B. I also, that's why I like his music, for that very reason. It's very different. It's, it, it, he makes music on his own frequency. Yeah, he And does. if he wants someone to care to even try and get into his frequency, he won't get it at all. Like, you listen from the outside, you won't get his stuff at all. I respect Lil B. He has an album called I'm Gay.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and it's probably, <laughs> it's his, his best work, my thing. I think oh, this shit. is his best work. But it, he draw people in just for the title of it. Because the word rapper, rappers don't, rappers are too cool to say yeah. some shit like that. But he put it out there and it was hard as fuck. Like, he, that album could shoot 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die trying album in the face, cold-blooded. Wow. That's how cool his gate I'm gay <laughs> album is. But no respect to 50 Cent. I don't want no smoke. I love 50 Cent. I
0: don't think I've heard the album, but I've most likely heard at least three songs That's, yeah. from it. It's
1: incredible. Three, those three, songs. I'm pretty sure that it was dope.
0: I remember he's famous for like, what did he do? Like a hundred track album? I'm not a hundred track mixtape or something crazy. I
1: think so, um, and I think if the the recording was in succession. Like I don't think he had oh, any breaks in between it. Like okay. I, like he's the kind of person of getting the studio and, and lock itself in there right. for weeks. For months until some shit is done. Like, that's how much of a, of, a, of a art of a rat he is to the art. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's really about the art, man. Like, he's about the flashy stuff, too. But you can tell me getting the booty I mean, the hills. The, <laughs> the studio is all about the music and Booty Second. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what his name is. That's what Lil' B stamp. It's not for, like, Lil' Brandon. Lil' Brian's for Lil' Booty. It, I, he started off. Really? It's, it's his origin. Uh, his origin was He was a thirsty dude Okay And he used to go like He just want a little booty Stop being so harsh with him You know what I mean He's, he's a good guy He just wants a little booty <laughs> And then he went around and said I don't like that people Call me little booty And he flipped it He said I'm gonna call myself A little B And that's how it started And people thought It was like little bitch No Little Brandon No Little booty
0: I just made it up, by the way. Okay. Yeah. I was very convinced. I was 100% convinced. That'd be cool. Was I was like, cool. okay, booty. little booty. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we all got our origin stories. They got a
1: dude named Ugly Guy. And I'm pretty sure his origin was being birthed ugly. Like, I'm pretty, like, you know, everyone has an origin story.
0: Man, after hearing the two chains used to be Titty Boy, I was like, uh, anything could happen.
1: He needed to change that.
0: Yeah, that's a he, weird name. Yeah.
1: Hey, what, what woman wants to date a titty boy that, do you know what that means <laughs> nope he, he sucked his mother's titty until he was old enough to know the difference where this should, should be going on like he was like 10 Ooh. and still sucking titties that's what titty boy means and he had to change that shit it's embarrassing
0: yeah that's that seems like more of like a not an insult but like just one of those weird ancestral things that happens in, in like these these times I guess I don't know that happens on earth would be a better statement. One of those weird shits. But then to take that and make it a rap name.
1: And plus I think he also banked on the ridiculousness of it. because like, he is a like a he doesn't take himself too seriously, that kinda of, he but he's really he's a, it's it's funny that people find that line of being really about the art, but not taking yourself too seriously because you know yourself as a person. Like you're comfortable with yourself. And you don't need to put on airs and like that. You can make yourself a character, you know. Oh, and I, just, I, I, I didn't like 2 chains When I was growing up Because I was into that Oh it's not real hip hop All that kind of BS But I learned To be more open to things And this music is dope As hell dog Yeah This mean, shit is dope I, I, I haven't listened to Titty Boy And when he was With the other old man Uh It was like The grandpas of DTP You remember They was sound Ludacris It was like Ludacris I don't even know What DTP Chingy. is DTP was uh The record label By Ludacris Uh okay. Disturbing the Peace And He was signed To Disturbing the Peace Uh uh, Titty Boy and he had a, a, a partner. He was him. And t- it was Titty Boy. I forgot the other dude's name, but they were a, ta- a tandem, like the Ying Yang a tandem, they were that kind of thing. And then some kind of way, Two Chains changed his name from Titty Boy to Two Chains, and he became solo. But the other guy was like his his uh, his JoJo His KC. Like everybody cares about KC, and no one gives a fuck about JoJo. And matter of fact, the dude that he looks like JoJo is kind of. But it was two grandpas in DTP and it looked weird cuz it was two grandpas talking about ass and and cars and stuff like Wait, that
0: Grandpa's is and two chains and the other guy two chains is like 50 nigga okay. two okay.
1: chains is like 55 <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so he had to kind of change it and be more a little bit soft yeah. and play on it to, you know cuz he really, I'm old you know I mean I can't be these young dudes going to tell me apart i i no i think I about enjoy two his like music I, uh...
0: One time was on like a road trip with my friends in the Lafayette area and like they were playing some uh, old titty boy music and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like he still had like his weird punchlines and shit. Like it was pretty cool. That's an art form. Yeah, he's continued to do like some great ass verses it just seem like some uh, off the cuff random ass like good ass lines and shit. You know what it reminds me of?
1: He's the he's the uh, the Norm McDonald rap. Yeah, you know, Norm McDonald would throw loops into his setups. Like he will set up something, and then he'll come up with something out of nowhere. You can talk about I made a ham a ham sandwich today, and then an elephant sat on my face. What? Wait a minute. What are the elephant? I thought you were making him talk about sandwiches. That's how Norm is. He will flip shit on you. That's how the two chains. He will flip it on you. Norm is my my second favorite.
0: Hey.
1: For that very reason, like he always keeps you guessing. I love that. And I would like to to be able to predict things.
0: Uh, what I was gonna mention about Lil B when we got off in this tangent. That's my fault, by the way. Nah, it was cool. It was a cool tangent. But uh, like Lil B's real good on Twitter with like uh, getting people to participate and shit. I'm like, he does this thing called Girl Time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's every day or if it's like a specific day of the week or if it's. I don't know when or how the people know that it's happening. Mm. But it's like hashtag girl time. And then like all the girls take selfies of themselves and send it oh, to them.
1: Oh yeah, him. I've seen that. But he, he, he keeps it, it cute. Shit. He doesn't make it bold. Yeah. Like,
0: he may have what, it, like some ads,
1: like phones. but he's in you know.
0: the fans. Just like interaction and shit. Just like legitimate interaction to where he's retweeting shit and he's asking for information. People are giving it to him. And it's like... Some like uh, some pretty cool shit, like community type shit, and uh, so that sounds
1: like fun, man.
0: so um,
1: I wish I was that famous where people gave a shit over the fuck, you know, I was just just now because I feed them with random shit. Man, that's why i has just been waiting on that's why I'm not on Twitter now because no one's gonna care to listen. Yeah, I'm gonna wait till someone just one person cares, boom. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I hate. <laughs>
0: I have followers and shit But I still feel like nobody cares
1: Because everyone's trying to get their tweet out there Everyone, that's what it is is, is Twitter's a bunch of nerds trying to turn out Funny everybody, you know what I mean That's probably why I gave Because I'm not into that competitive nature like that anymore Like, uh, to To have to make the next poignant tweet To get more retweets And all that kind of things. Because it gets in when you don't That's probably why because I get disappointed when I don't get the retweets that I want. I get the likes that I want. So that's why I probably stay away from it. Wow, I'm doing therapy on a podcast right now. I just... Thera- oh, podcast wow. therapy. Uh,
0: <laughs> get it here. You tweeted, you beat it. <laughs> your podcast therapy. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, but that's
1: cool. I saw one thing with Lil B and it was so cute because, I don't know, I, I, I love women, man. And they had the... the, the he had the... I love Lil B on the, on the, on the, on the, on their toes on the and they <laughs> were doing the that males. and that was just cute. Everybody was just posing pictures of, <laughs> of Lil be on their toes and stuff like that. That was like cute. And he, like that's that's some really inventive. That's some ingenuity right there on how to he, be on Twitter and be interesting.
0: yeah, how to move the crowd. <laughs>
1: yeah, that takes a real a real art form to you know how to not not work the crowd. It's like using them to involve the crowd. Make sure yeah, yeah. they are incorporated, And they don't they don't feel left out. They don't feel like their investment is a piece of... It means nothing.
0: True. It's uh, like you have a... Or they have like a shitload of followers. But it's like, what are they doing with it? Yeah. Some like people don't, don't appreciate not appreciate like... Yeah. Some
1: people just go in there and market themselves. They're just going, I'm going to be here this, that. Come buy my shit. Come buy that. And instead of just saying, hey, how about... Saying hello to your fans of... You know, every nine and then. Hell yeah. Give them something interesting. Because... A lot of fans, they follow you and they realize what they may be going through. And they may admire your art form, what you can do. And giving back to them just by saying hello or giving something funny, like it makes their day. And that's some people, that's all they have It's the people that they follow, the people they, 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 they're entertained by. And people can look at it like it's sad, like it's a sad existence, but it makes people happy, man. Like, just let people be happy. And but that's the responsibility to be on that platform. You have to know you're responsible for people's, like, people are a bunch of messes, man. That's a bunch of emotional messes out there. And yeah, if you, you don't beef
0: him Yeah. It.
1: And if you, if you if you're, have a fan and you give him that, that cold then he'll go kill himself.
0: You yeah, gotta watch it's definitely that. definitely possible. Uh, I wanted to bring uh, the topic to myself and then also to uh, a comic that used to be in New Orleans and shit but, uh, like I like the, the, the stuttering and shit I like the fact that Twitter is like secret for me right now like I can say shit on Twitter and like nobody cares or mm-hmm. whatever so I like that fact cause like I could it, it allows me to use Twitter in like this secret public way so like it's a I'm throwing shit into the void but it's not like meaningless for me but it is meaningless for most people so like I get to stack up my own meaning on what it is and like change what it means and I get to have like a freer vision and shit like I've never had to apologize for anything I've said on Twitter and like this podcast is a documentation and like I've said some crazy shit on Twitter Mm. like just ranting against people like he used to have problems with, like different sorts of peoples and like religions and stuff. He used to ran against preachers and like.
1: Yeah, I heard about the infamous beef you have with Joel Osteen. <laughs> How he came to your house <laughs> and he kicked your dog in the face and said, "What you gonna do about it, <laughs> my son?" Yeah,
0: yeah. I had to be like Joel. I'm going to tweet about you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Je- jesus know your tweets
0: before you tweet them my son <laughs> jesus likes my tweets <laughs> that would be cool if jesus retweeted some shit yeah
1: that would be I, cool but i feel like jesus would be vain about it he'll only repost things that's positive about him yeah. Like i love jesus he'll post those but yeah. jesus ain't real he ain't gonna post that he'll probably shun you or something like that he'll probably ban you from twitter i feel like jesus funny. would be petty
0: It'd be funny if he only retweeted quotes of himself. Nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> people quote Jesus, and he's like retweet.
1: <laughs> in just, just tweets <laughs> his lyrics to his songs. Hashtag many men. Oh, that's not hard <laughs> to shut up.
0: But yeah, uh, recently uh, there's been a news story. I'm gonna pull it up on the computer to get a uh, visual. Now, I was scared
1: of this, of news stories, stuff like that, because I don't know what's going on in the news. And I I always knew that it would be like a disadvantage, especially out at the, say, let me go read this article right quick before I comment on it, type of thing.
0: No, I mean, this isn't a, I don't take the importance as the actual news story. I take the importance as, like, what I had just previously mentioned, which is why I said I'm gonna mention myself and then this guy, because it's like, I'm relating it, the news stories, what the fuck, this guy's nodding and shit. It's fucking weird. It's kind of adorable. <laughs> I want to see him nodding to what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> fucking gif on Twitter. Or gif, however it's pronounced. Anyway, uh... Like... I mentioned it and I set it up in such a way because like the new story is something in itself but the way it relates to me is like what I find important about it mm. but like you can also talk about anything that comes to your mind mm, I
2: should look up this.
1: Before before we get to that, they had to argue about a little girl up being kidnapped and stuff like that, and you know they want retweets. I wonder how many of those retweets actually help <laughs> the people. No, I'm like, I'm serious though. Like, I'm really none, like, concerned then. about these people that are seriously none of it helps. Really? <laughs>
0: yes. This is point
1: I have no idea, but like, cause I totally don't retweet them. If it's an email chain, then like... I'm, I'm scared of those. I don't know if those, those real is viruses or is, is a spam. A spam ham. I don't know if it's one of the three. Yeah. Is this person really missing or are you trying to get into my bank account? I don't, I don't know which one <laughs> it
0: is. I went through the whole... Uh, actually, it wasn't that long but it was during the time loop, but I went through this thing of being, like, a savior or whatever and, like, realizing the pros and cons of trying to save people or, like, trying to save specific people Mm. or trying to save black people or trying to save humanity or trying to save anything that wasn't, like, self. And, like, it's, it's a weird path, but it's got a lot of pros and cons. And since I've gone through that, like, I've been able to notice people who are, like, superhero level of saviors and shit. I'm like, it's pretty cool. They are out there. They are people who have, like, the intent to save humanity and shit. <laughs> it's pretty intense.
1: Wait, but how do you know if they if they exist? Because the news don't, don't put them out there like that? Well,
0: because I've gotten, like, a certain perspective and I know, like, what the signs are of, like, a savior. And, like, what those type of people would be talking about. Okay. And it's usually nothing that's on the news. It's nothing to do with, Never, like, yeah, all gun the, violence yeah, or nothing, political yeah. shit. Nah. No. Because the problem is, like, way, way bigger than anything they talk about on the news.
1: Uh, is it the news's fault or is it the people's fault? Because the people love speculation and living in fear fear and being concerned there's a lot of worry there's a, there's a lot of hyperbole out there
0: yeah I mean like I don't really know I think it's like I don't know if you heard my joke about the royal you Mm-mm. where it's like second person or whatever second person is yeah, like yeah. you or whatever Yeah. so like the royal you it's like their fault if fault is at if fault is in question like whose fault is it it's like you right (laughs) the royal you so like we don't care as a people to figure out what the real problem is because we've got all this other shit already Mm. we're already in a system so like i mean some people know the main problem and some people are already working on it mm. but it's like the news is not where it's at because it's some spiritual shit it's like connecting the spiritual and physical that we're not doing and that leads to all of the weird shit that we're in but this article has almost nothing to do with any of that
1: (laughs) I figured as much
0: (laughs) it's less expansive than that it's just about me feeling uh sad that Twitter is possibly being less of a safe space really yeah so this guy Andrew Polk uh tweeted I hope Damon Green gets shot in the face as soon as he leaves the arena. Which is looking which looking at the citywide stats is like thirty seven percent. He tweeted that tweet and he got like fucking YouTube fame for it. Where like verified people are pulling up the tweet and like shitting on him. Fucking this basketball player or whatnot,
1: and yeah, you said this basketball.
0: Yeah. Said man, fuck you.
1: Also, his, his name is uh is uh Draymond Green. Draymond. Okay. You didn't you didn't, you didn't put the nigga emphasis on the the, the nigga. I see that boy. <laughs> that shit spelled Draymond. He sounds like a like a like a Digimon. He's not only is it green. He's Draymond Green. he anyway.
0: just like Draymond. <laughs> Everybody loves Draymond. <laughs>
1: Not this guy. He was a fucking <laughs> shoot draining. But I get it. He was probably making a joke and people took the joke and, yeah. you know, rant. Ran, ran. Yeah. Now is he, I don't know if Andrew Polk. Is he a fan of basketball? Because you know how he fans a talk about, fan. they, you know.
0: But he's also like a, I'd say a really good comedian who, like, makes jokes like that. Like, fuck this scene that I'm in and fuck everybody. And, like, that's his style where he just makes fun of shit. Yeah. And, like, he, he even posted a polo- an apology on Twitter and shit. Okay. And people were like, nah, fuck your apology. And Did it? I didn't see if I didn't try to explain himself. So, but,
1: I mean, like, if... It... Nah. At this point, people still don't get trolls. Like, people don't get trolling anymore. Like, For I real. Like, people never understood what troll... Like, there's an art form. Kanye is trolling right, right. now. How exactly. How do y'all not get this? I
0: have Kanye <laughs> tweets, too. <laughs>
1: Wait, and I need to read this because I'm mad that if there was a punchline to it and I missed it. Uh, the
0: comedy tweets or No, the, the dream...
1: Article. Wait, and I, it was... I hope hope Draymond Green shot in the face.
0: Oh, because he was in New Orleans and the murder rate is so high here that Polk was like, there's a 37% chance he will get shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I hope he gets shot and it's a really good chance he does. Mm. <laughs>
1: But that's that's still harmless come on now for real
0: like i think i don't know what the fuck blew it out of proportion maybe that famous people saw it you know what it is it's the the the, the 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 like the pc police like the people that wants to
1: pull a pillow under, under someone else's emotions like how about let that person receive it and let them take care of their own emotions or their own the yeah. rest before you i don't need a rescuer i can handle my own things and that's what that is. Just people jumping in trying to be overly empathetic with they don't need to be. They don't know how to be empathetic so they overreach. They compensate for empathy because they don't know how to naturally be empathetic. These people are sick. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. They don't get it. They don't... They're the sick ones.
0: Freedom of speech, man. Right, right. And I, I used to talk about Polk as like one of those uh untouchable occult-y type people who like know the system and they know how to manipulate people real well and like I held him as like a pillar of manipulation or like what's a uh... successful I held him as a pillar of successful manipulation not like good or bad but like he was successfully manipulating shit and just for that pillar to be taken down so literally, so publicly, I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this is it's just weird timing. It's like, makes me feel like Twitter is trying to like present itself as a not safe space. But still in all, I'm most likely going to use it as I have been using it. Now was the, is, is he banned from Twitter? Or, or, he deleted his account. Wow, I think first his account was deleted, and then he got it reinstated, and then he deleted it himself. If the story is correct, but it, the account's definitely not there anymore.
1: Now, what about Draymond Green? Did he respond? He retort to this? I don't know.
0: That, oh, I'm, he did it on a press conference on TV. He said the the guy is like a sick individual or something. <laughs> I hope he gets the help he needs. (laughs) I thought that that was
1: a response to Charles Barkley.
0: Oh, shit, really? You saw it? Because
1: Charles Barkley talked about he wanted to punch Draymond Green and all that kind of stuff. Because for some reason, Charles Barkley doesn't like Draymond Green. He doesn't like his game. He says that he's too feisty, too, you know, rah, rah, rah. You know, but... like. Charles Barkley was in the meat of when everything was raw right in the NBA. He was in the NBA from the late 80s to the 90s, like throughout, even before they. And the NBA was hard then, like, they actually went and they mosh pitted in the NBA. Like there was like actual mosh pit over your face and it, it, throwing elbows, actual jabs. And it was a clip, he went at Shaq. Uh, he, Shaq did something arrogant and he went, he pushed Shaq he was like Shaq what you doing man and then Shaq got up in his face and then Charles Barkley looked up as if he just saw King Kong for the first time like he didn't <laughs> think that King Kong would actually fight back like you throw a pebble at something from far, and you think that shit would throw a pebble back and Shaq went up and whooped his ass like, like Charles Barkley Shaq, Charles Barkley's a pussy and the fact you go up to this man how hard he plays and you shouldn't you have no talk but that was that was how I started Charles Barkley. Said, I'm gonna punch him in the face. I'm gonna fight him, and then Draymond <laughs> responding like, "Let his old ass come and fight him. He washed up and done. But I thought that was all because of Charles Barkley.
0: I didn't know it was because the tweets and things. That there Borkley. was one thing. There's a literal press conference. Uh, I'm gonna play
1: it. I hate to I hate to make enemies, but you know. Maybe he's a dumb jock. Don't get it. I don't know. But I mean, I saw him read his mean tweets on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, really? And he's laughed at his at his mean tweets. Like he he laughed at at people who who, maybe that was too. Man, that was too mean. I don't know. know. Boop boop a doo I Hate
0: scrolling through this shit. Scrolling through Twitter. I love the uh, his his background thing is Satan is waiting
1: (laughs) 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 ah fuck it man you know what's still hitting me that's that's a damn good joke by Andrew
0: Pope I guess a damn that's a damn good joke it was a good joke uh Do I really need to find it?
1: Now, let me tell you something. I I think they may have a point, right? Now, say the laws of physics don't exist. And uh, I don't know what your personal feelings on the laws of physics. I'd like to find out one day. But anyway, but say those don't exist and Twitter was on, I mean Twitter, Hitler was on Twitter and Hitler said, I'm going to shoot you in the face and being in New Orleans is a high percentage chance, or whatever, yeah, whatever yadda Yada yada. Now if Hitler said that, holy shit. Uh, Hitler is a sick individual. <laughs> Hitler must go, because Hitler said he's going to shoot somebody, and I've seen the evidence of what the fuck Hitler would do. Hitler yeah. not only shoots niggas in the face, he burns you in the face, and throw you in the pits, so you continue burning in the face. That's what the fuck Hitler does, some horrible shit. And they, the fact that all they do is Google Andrew Polk, and go, comedian, <laughs> oh. Hey, take away my anger and vitro, Try and see it from a comics perspective. That's what he meant to intend to be funny. Hitler didn't. Mussolini didn't tweet that. I don't know. Who else is awful we could think of? Jeff, Jeffrey Dahmer didn't tweet that. <laughs> RoboCop didn't if RoboCop tweeted that I would say RoboCop 100% and serious because he's a, he's a robot he's on the internet he's very analytical and very catalytic what he says if he said he's going to shoot you in the face that's what RoboCop is going to do yeah. RoboCop tweeted that RoboCop if, meant that
0: if RoboCop tweeted it it's a promise absolutely <laughs> he's coming but yeah a poker comedian doubt he even owns a gun honestly Then he wasn't even saying that, like, he wants to shoot him. He's like, I just hope he gets shot. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, you can't wish bad things on people. (laughs) Don't you know wishes are real? (laughs) The Wishmaster. Those are some
1: people who probably still believe uh, Easter Bunny is real. Uh, That uh, Vatican, the Vatican is real. I got deep in (laughs) that. I'm trying to (laughs) certainly
0: be goofy about it. (laughs) So... I cannot find the video, but everything is saying he responded with, I feel bad for him. I just pray he gets the help he needs.
1: Yeah, the help he needed was someone laughing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, someone saying, I forgive you, man. I know <laughs> it's it. a good joke. That's the fucking help bro. he needs. <laughs> hey, here's some help. He was just joking. Thank you. That's help. That's all All comedians. I, well, me personally, is that one person that gets it, man. Like, that one person that gets it to know that I'm not insane, like, people that... I'm not in yeah. the wrong vein. It's, it's comedy. And that's how low... That probably just shows either how low my self-esteem is or how appreciative I am of the one. It's either one of the two. I'm petty that way. I'll take one laugh and make it a million. But I appreciate that one laugh if it is... a if, if I learn... I have to learn how to do that. But all that guy needs, man... Well, hopefully someone's in his corner. Well, I hate the fact that he's off of Twitter.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he's as a as a past watcher of his work. Pretty sure he'll be able to finagle his way out of this. But yeah, that, even but it won't mess up his career. None like that. huh?
1: This is people are saying it
0: will, but that's that's the that's the thing. Like, you can only go so far as insulting someone who you feel needs to be insulted. Where like even with racism and shit, where people are like oh make him lose his job oh let's tweet his his employers let's tweet everyone in his phone book and tell him that he's a asshole who shouldn't breathe but like that's all you could do is say like he should not have a job you can't like go to people and be like <laughs> he can't plead your case to his employers
1: how can someone <laughs> feel comfortable uh, uh, advocating that someone lose their, their, their way of earning their money like, th- 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 how would you like it, wouldn't you like some kind of, if you made a mistake at job, at your work, would you like your, your boss to, hey, hey, I understand, don't do it again, that's a warning, slap on the wrist. You don't want, I don't want to stop the way you eat food, the way you have to eat, the way you have to
0: move around. It's weird, i like, if if there was a problem at work, I'd like it to be between me and my boss only. Yeah. Not these random ass people who have nothing to do with the situation. Right, right, so yeah, like... he should get fired. No, I shouldn't, man, I made a mistake, No. <laughs> like fuck y'all my employment is between me and the employer <laughs> but anyway like I think he's he's got the potential to successfully manipulate his way out of this but he's gonna have to wait a while and not do it very loudly unless he does it extremely loudly so there's like no middle path to where he could be like he can't just like calmly spring back up in like two weeks and be like hey I'm back guys he would have to like Do, like, fucking press release. I'm back on Twitter. And all these people fucking suck. Like, you'd have to go big or go home. Or you could just manipulate it with that story. Like, I'm the guy who got banned from Twitter and bullied because I made a stupid joke. So it's, like, the calm but also extreme. Or just the extreme. But I'm pretty sure as a manipulator he's not gonna... Quit the fight, uh, Twitter fight.
1: You think he's actively manipulating as you speak? Like his his disappearance from Twitter is a, is like an
0: act. To, I don't think maybe like not an act,
1: but a, 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 like a move he made,
0: like calculated. With these people, it's not like they can't make natural moves or whatever. It's just that when you do make a natural move, you compensate with a thoughtful move so if if the natural move was to apologize and erase his Twitter, now he's thinking, like, how do I come up from this?" Mm. So like <laughs> if he was forced to do something after being forced, then you start thinking of how to use where you are now to your advantage, which people would call like being a sociopath, but really it's just being like uh, direct, not directed. Having direction and ambition,
1: being I think there's a difference between like being a a sociopath and being some. Are you talking about being a sociopath and someone who's being who just knows how to be in tune with themselves?
0: Yeah, yeah. But that's the other people calling you a sociopath. Yep, yep, yep. I'm pretty sure people did. Too. Well, actually, I literally heard them. Well, I guess I shouldn't. Say that on the podcast where like even even our comedy community was shitting on this man. <laughs> That's not surprising. <coughs> Excuse me. It isn't surprising, especially because he came from here. Really? Yeah. He he was in New He used to run Hi Ho with Duncan. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, mm. he, uh, he's the one who popularized Hi Ho for the uh, Nola Comedy Hour. Oh. Although Back in that day, Duncan was still like one of my favorite comics. So, like, Poke is good, but like, Duncan could carry himself and has continued to.
1: <laughs> now, oh man, you said so. Like, you, I never, like, you said not talking about things in the podcast, right? But. Oh, I got a lot of gripes with these pussy ass motherfuckers that's in the comedy scene. I have so many gripes. How are you a comic and you don't get the basis of what comedy is? You're on a you're a comic, so you on a platform. Your 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 job is to be ridiculous. When you step on any stage what comedy is, your point is to be ridiculous. How do you not get that bait you shouldn't be around it? You should be defending this man. People advocate, he loses his damn work, his job, man, his livelihood. How can you feel comfortable knowing that some other man is going to lose, some other person is going to lose their their livelihood, their job? I don't want my job gone. I wouldn't, adv- I wouldn't advocate somebody to get fired.
0: Yeah,
1: it's crazy. Who uh, what am I? To advocate someone should lose their job, <laughs> and I need a job to live too.
0: And then it's like, well. These times there are, like, fucking Nazis who are publicly doing shit. There are fucking racist KKK members who are, like, publicly on Twitter and shit. There are so many other targets that people could come after. Yeah. were are like, nah, this joke. <laughs> this joke rubs me the wrong way. Makes me feel like he's a Nazi. <laughs> it makes me feel like he's Donald Trump and we need to take him down. Get uh, him impeached.
1: Wait, man, are you being ridiculous right now? Is that I what, am. Oh, oh, okay? All right, but I thought you really,
0: did you literally <laughs> read really
1: those? Times? I'm like, i like, scared.
0: <laughs> no, for it, myself. It's like an honest reading on what people on how people react. Where like they see a target and they're like, this is a an a reachable Donald Trump. Yeah, so we can reach this Donald Trump and we can get him out of his office.
1: That blood and water type thing.
0: Yeah, I also found that.
1: Uh, I used to be I used to be into that and to uh being negative just to be negative like to bash whoever's just for bashing them or being mean just to be yeah, mean yeah. there's one thing if you're doing it to try to be funny but that's it's a, it's a different vein that it comes off with it's like some kind of toxic nature you just feel like you have to be the one to to, to carry on with some like when someone's doing bad or done bad and everyone else is getting the train of doing the, the curb stomp. You gotta be doing <laughs> the curb stomp too. I don't feel yeah. that. Why? Someone's already yeah, yeah. down. Like I don't I don't feel the need to do that, man. It's
0: it's hard being like nasty. I'm trying to remember the last time it was but like it's like against a celebrity, like I don't Nah, I mean, like, what I like to do is I like to go against people who, who are, like, out of the blue, like, it doesn't seem like anybody would go against them. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one time I had a rant against Orson Scott Card for a uh, Henders game.
1: Again, somebody who no one knows. You, you, you really, you <laughs> mentioned, i probably go and beat with Edgar Allan Poe, yeah. To lived for 300 years. Fuck Ravens. <laughs> in baltimore
0: the enders game movie he has a character that he's written like countless books about Mm. and like this character is like this street character and he's a small person he has to fight for everything he has i'm like this dude's black you Mm. know i didn't even i didn't even have to think that this dude is black it just was it just was like oh this is a black character but in the movies, like this little white kid i'm like what the fuck (laughs) it's like, is this really the vision? Like, did this movie came out, uh, so, wait, probably game? two years ago. Yeah, probably wait, maybe three wasn't, or four. Um, wasn't the kid that plays Spider-Man now in that? Well, also with uh, with Harrison Ford. He uh, Harrison Ford was in it. I didn't know that the Spider-Man guy. He was the lead. He the was lead in character. Holy shit! <laughs> is that the white guy you talking? About? The white kid you talking about? No, he oh, had okay. a supporting character, All right. who's a uh, like uh, Bean is his name. But like the the movie didn't really center around him too much but he was just the best friend on the ship and like i don't know man i feel like that character should have been black like not good question wait i'm i'm i'm,
1: I'm doing a for the listeners i'm doing a, I, if i'm silent i'm doing a lot of like agreeing with you like head nods, like you preaching to the preacher type of thing and I realized as a podcast, I should be more vocal, like going, yep, yep, I'm following, I'm listening. Every cue, I'm listening. I should be more vocal with that,
0: nah, my apologies. It's cool, it, it it comes out real well when like there's like one person talking and then the silence. It's like, I mean, people can imagine that we're talking to each other, or they can imagine that we're both talking into a microphone. Or well, if something. they
1: didn't, now they know, because I've made it, I've made, I mentioned it. Yeah. Now, I hope it doesn't come off pretentious
0: now. Oh, fuck. I'm gonna just shut up for a minute. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, that's, like, the last type of, uh... Like, rant I've gone on against somebody. It's just, like, random person. Just for a random reason. It's, like, I feel comfortable letting loose, like, all the fake anger or, like, the comedy anger because I know there's not a wave of other people who agree with me who are, like, on the same hashtags and, like, yeah. all swarming against this one target. So it's like, uh... Fuck it. It's like, a Harmless, almost. Not exactly, but almost. What's harmless? The, uh, rants against things that nobody else is ranting about. Yeah, Uh
1: well oh, but but see that's you have a point to that like your rant like your rant had a point because you you gave yeah, a point yeah, but it wasn't gonna change anything they could have they could have made the sequel, but I don't know it could have gotten sparked but something like a change. I don't know how internet that works I don't know how fans advocate for things to happen I don't know like how the, the fans advocated for steady and rock and be bopping rock steady in Terminus too. And the fans got what they wanted, and it was a hunk of fucking shit. It was awful, uh, terrible. Uh, The fans advocated for Tyler Perry in the universe, too. Wait, Tyler Perry universe? No, Tyler Perry was in uh, Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, okay. (laughs) The fans advocated for him to be in there.
0: Don't turn the light on. But I was like, a Tyler Perry universe? (laughs) I made that up. Tyler Perry
1: wasn't... uh, No no one wanted Tyler Perry in that fucking movie. Matter of fact, when they found out Tyler Perry was in the movie, they wanted that nigga out. They were like, I ain't gonna see this movie unless Tyler Perry is gone. We said we got B-Bob and Rocksteady. All right, I'm gonna see it. Sheep ass. I went and saw it in the theaters. I'm a sheep. I Because they had, the, had B-Bob and Rocksteady in it. I was in the theaters with my popcorn and I knew I made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I When I saw that... I oh, When the movie started, let me just get a feel. Like The movie starts off in a short scene... I'm like, oh, this is gonna be the shit. Like the movie don't have to say a word, and they just show the scene, the the, the landscape, and the fil- the, the, the cine- cinematography. I'm like, I made
0: no stick with this fucking movie. Uh, I had, or it looks like a Christmas movie or something. Kind of a Christmas movie. <laughs> no, I'm saying like uh, if the landscape looks like it's like a Christmas movie. If hey, it looks like it's gonna be a shitty movie, that kind of thing. Like uh, uh
1: the the a boo a Madea Halloween movie. I saw that and I had high hopes for it.
0: Do you see it in theaters? Yeah. Holy
1: shit. I had hopes for it because I used to be the guy, I used to be the guy that would hate Tyler Perry for no reason. Like just hate him because I didn't like his work. But then I came to a point where I hate on this man because he's doing his, his, that's his work. It's not my (laughs) shit, look it's not meant for me. But I should respect this man for what he's doing. And that's what I've come to. So I've given people second chances and like with music i become fans of things. Like, Titty Boy, I hate it. And Two Chains, I hate it. But I gave his music a chance later on. I love it now. Tyler Perry, I gave his shit a chance later on. I still hate it. But I gave it a chance. I gave a boo, I'm a deal, Halloween, Christmas, whatever. whatever. You know what I'm saying? I gave it a chance. Because it looked ridiculous. I'm like, finally, he's taking a character and making it ridiculous as it is. Put it in zombies. Brilliant. I thought it would be the most ingenious comedy of 2016. And I saw it, and it did the... The the a top her movie and then the scene the, dun, 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 I was like oh this is just another shitty top her movie <laughs> oh fuck me and then I was like maybe there's a chance and then it started off with a school in a school with three hot teenage girls and it started the first line the girl said hey girl oh I'm just gonna shit over. <laughs> and sure enough it was a it was a miserable movie getting through that and I'm a cheap ass and I refused to walk out and would buy pay full price for it. Because I refuse to go into the to the cat. First of all, I gotta stop the movie to go and make a complaint to get my refund. That's ten minutes where I can just set my lazy ass in the theater and finish watching. Some you get shit. refunds when you leave if you leave out early. Okay. You, they'll refund you like refund your ticket or something like that.
0: that but I stayed in there a refund.
1: But I also stayed in there not because I am cheap. Also because if I want to, if I hate something, I need full context of why I hate something. So if someone says, no, it was good. I'd be like, no, motherfucker. Did you see the ending? I, I want to have a blueprint. I want to have a page-for-page page, uh, uh, summary of why I hate something. If I hate something, I really hate it. And you want to test on how much I hate it? Nigga, I have 17,000 thoughts on how much I hate something if I really choose to hate something. So don't test me. Hell yeah. Someone want to question... My thoughts and theory on something? Oh, you... I have 17,001 thoughts on what my one premise is. So, if you want to test me, just know you here. Get some coffee, nigga. Because it's going to be a long time of me just going wrapping my shit around your head and telling you how much you wrong and how much I'm right about how I feel. Don't tell me I'm wrong about how I feel. All right. That was a rant. What, what
0: were we talking about? <laughs> um... She hating and loving shit. But I pretty
1: much I appreciate Tyler Perry for his his work, man, for his aesthetic, for how he can manipulate people. Come on, manipulation, you, yeah. manipulation I, you, Look, you, if you know how to minutiae something to make money or to appease people, your audience. Yes, that. your audience needs to be appeased, yeah. and he's found a way to get into the middle class white people market. The middle class moms and stuff like that, at home the house moms. He has a TV show, it's about white people. He has a show about white rednecks. And
0: Which it's one on, is that?
1: It's on his network, not his network, it's on, on Oprah Network. It's on Own, I think. I forgot the name of the show, but it's a show about trailer park trashers. He's feeding into the low class, middle white America, and it's brilliant. <coughs> That's where all the money is. That's the motherfuckers who created Walmart. The motherfuckers who created the, bl- the most bland shit. They created khakis. They created uh, cornbread without the sugar. Uh, they created white cornbread. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> all the bland shit that everybody loves. It's in the Midwest. And he's found a way to tap into that market. It's genius, dude. I Kudos to that man. It's pretty amazing. He's found a way to tap into the Ellens. And the, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, he found a way to tap into her people. Brilliant, that's some, he has a brilliant team around him, or he's he just brilliant on his own, but I admire his, his ways of manipulation. And then he plays off, so I guarantee it is genuine. He comes in and says, uh, they say, how you feel about uh, uh, your fans feel like you pander to them? You treat them like they're dumb. And he, you know, he'll go, I don't judge the way what my fans find entertaining. I mix things that are entertaining to me and if people find it entertaining, they find it entertaining. I don't judge the people who find it entertaining. So what are you saying about my artwork? You say my artwork mm-hmm. is dumb? You say it, see how quick you can turn that? Yeah. I, I don't know if you said that in real life, but that would be my argument.
0: Yeah.
1: Are you going to judge my fans? Are you judging, saying that's stupid? That's uh,
0: Hell yeah.
1: Respect. Even I don't like his movies, but mm-hmm. respect out there.
0: Alright, so uh, gonna try to get into the next segment. This is this your show? Be yeah. I'm grateful to be here, by the way. Cool. It's I'm been grateful. a good time talking. Oh, when did you start comedy? I'm not good with time. Like, keeping. A,
1: like I live on a day to day type of thing. And I. so I would. I remember it being slightly breezy out when I started <laughs> so that could be that means I started at the beginning of April the end of May you Well know, the end of May the end of March or end of September of two and a half years ago I don't know but about two and a
0: half years cool 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 enjoying the New Orleans comedy scene
1: I've had to learn how to enjoy myself first I gotta, Because doing comedy at first was daunting. I didn't really know what I was doing. And doing comedy was just like high school. I didn't have a lot of friends in high school. I didn't know how to interact with people. And so it's tough getting something new by yourself. Yeah. And uh, one of the first people that gave me hope that there could be like more friendly people in there. Like it's not as bad as you think was John Rowe. Like John oh, yeah. Rowe was literally the first person to say "What's up, man," and you have no idea how someone just acknowledging that I exist in this new scene felt so good. Yeah. And it, and and it was a, but John Rowe helped me in the beginning, and I remember just just with that, just saying "What's up, man," and the small talks. That's all I needed, man. To, to, I'm not weird. I'm not awkward. I feel like he he, he's, he felt that because everyone else. Kind of pass me by, like, you know. and John was person. What's up, man?
0: Like just off that, just that, that little simple thing. He yeah, I once, uh, I once wrote something about him about like how he's got like this. He had like this uh, intuitive way to like ask a question and then determine the person's worth by their answer. Oh wow! And, like, yeah, like he. He'd ask you something, and then like if he'd answer him weird, he'd be like, Oh, I'm not talking to you. You you ain't shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm a pussy, I'll still listen for two hours to figure out
0: yeah, I, I, I. It was pretty cool to watch where he just go from person to person, like, ah, I don't talk to this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was some cool shit. Like the people who were influenced and shit. With a lot of people he's He's like influenced to do comedy and shit, like just telling them to get on stage, and it's pretty wild. He 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 was the person that encouraged people to get on. Yeah. He.
1: Nah, but
0: that's nah, I I do that. Like I'm like do you, yeah, do, you, you do you do that? that? Do you do that as well? I do not. I uh, I tell people to do it more but it's not in this way that's accommodating towards them. It's just like, a, I tell everybody to do more mics. Mm. Then I usually tell them that I tell everybody to do more mics. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the only information, not the only advice I really have is to just continue doing it. Yeah. i are not really good I'm, at look, it. No,
1: no, that is, is, a, is a simple answer. And... uh I hope people take that to like to heart. Just the simple nature of just go out and do it, man. It's as simple as that. My thing is, I, I have to, see. I have to sit there and and cry with them for a minute, like really listen to their fucking sob ass story <laughs> of why they're fucked up and why they want to do comedy. And uh, I'ma get on. Just get up on stage, <laughs> man. What are you wait? Just go. Do it! <laughs> I'm telling you that first time you get on stage, it's like crack. I don't know what crack is, but I know that they're addicts, and there's a reason why the addicts is good. And yeah. comments just like, you get on stage that one time, you, you need that fix every single time. Because all comments were narcissists. We need that appeasement. You'll feel it, but you know, you gotta learn how to do what you want to do with that narcissism. Hell yeah. Don't let that control you, but well, that's a personal thing. But
0: You've, I've seen you, I guess the word is mentor. I've seen you mentor like at least three people.
1: <laughs> and I don't do it because I feel like I'm so, I'm so gaudy or nothing like that. I feel like I have something to teach people. It's just because I wanted to give them what I wanted in the beginning. Yeah. Or what I would want. I want encouragement. Like, I, in the beginning, I would have liked to have encouragement. Somebody tell me, man, it's all right. You just get up there. And, do, you know, just do your thing, man. And let me tell you something. I got a feeling that some of the cats that I mentored who are progressively getting better and they, they're getting their books and shit like that. That they're gonna forget who the fuck first encouraged them. Who the <laughs> fuck? They're gonna forget me. I guarantee, cause I I know people all do. All oh, they take one motherfucker to hate me, and then they're gonna follow that same. over. fuck it, yeah, that's alright, whatever, man. I gave you the energy to get be happy. Take what I gave you and just use. What you, the universe will, will give me something back. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. But I'm glad that people out there doing their thing, man. And it's it's amazing, man. It makes me wonder am i getting better because these people i watch them and they are getting better like in bounds yeah. I, was, I was watching uh i remember when a j bell first started and then from what he is now even his progression from two months ago a month ago incredible like their confidence that the yeah, swag is yeah, getting yeah. in you know what i mean just an example not saying i'm cock block let I mean cock sucking a j but i'm just saying it's <laughs> an example
0: no it's a good example because i'm
1: I'm cool with aJ i just want you know yeah but I feel like AJ, he, AJ knows. Like we had to talk when he first went up. I didn't encourage him to get on stage, but we had to talk at this first set. And I was telling him giving, like saying how good it was. And I felt like, I remember his first time getting on stage, he had a natural kind of uh, confidence. But you could tell he was rattled. You could tell it was his first time we had a natural rhythm and he had direction what he was doing. And I saw his eyes light up. He was like, you get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. That's yeah. all. That, like, if someone is in there that they know that's, that they at least one person gets it. That's all. that, And look at AJ now, man. AJ, Yeah, God.
0: killing and shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> Getting a pause break.
1: And I'm not and saying shit. he couldn't build his own esteem, <laughs> his own self esteem, <laughs> but you can't tell me in the beginning that'll get your engine going, turning. Because I it didn't does. get that, and I fell off because I didn't. I was like, well, nobody gives a fuck about me, and I fell off a minute. Um, but comedy kept eating at My it kept pulling at me. I was like, it's, it was months, and I was like, get back out there, man, just stop it. And I remember when I went back out there, I was like, my new comedy has been like a couple months. Went to a Black labor House, closed down, <laughs> closed down. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm not doing comedy. And then something told me Google, and then that's up yeah. like my eye hole, and then that's how it all spiraled. Uh, but when that in that time. Uh, When I stepped away from comedy from the beginning, and when I met John, and then that time away, that was in between when John passed on. And I remember when I came back into comedy, he was the one person that I was looking for, like the like the one person. But I didn't want to sit because I didn't know anybody. I know the acts. Yeah. I just was. I keep hanging around and I see John because I feel like anybody be connected and you know something you know. But that was, uh... I didn't find out until a couple months after stuff, I started to get back into it. And I was, I was cr- crushing. And I feel like I didn't even know him. But I felt it, man. Yeah. Like, like, I just saw this person. This person
0: gave me some self-esteem. Like, it's... And he's gone. Gip yeah, he was just handing out self-esteem. It's crazy. But he is also a very abrasive person. So, like... That's one of the things I liked about him is like his polarity was like off the charts, where he'd be like borderline horrible person, but then also like one of the best people ever. Duality. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be it People can live in two, into
1: planes of, of nature, right? Yeah. yeah. I I live that like, I'm a, I'm a deep empath, but I cut that off and then minute because a I cut motherfucker out. Well, that is not true, but the, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a dual, like I'm not saying that I'm cold, I'm more open as I've gotten older. But I guess the dual nature in me is trying to find that balance between not being too empathetic and, and too soft, where people can just steamroll over you, and find that balance of holding my chest out, and I'm gonna do what the fuck I want, that kind of thing, but I, I still care. I care, I care deeply. And you know what? Maybe that duality thing I'm talking about, I don't even feel that anymore. Like living in two sides or something. Like I I think I kind of started to grow into this more this person who just found this in a mirth. I and mean, that's my base. Just being happy, like being joy loving. Like not being I don't like to keep negativity. I don't like I don't like it. It it, it
0: bugs me now. That's what's up, man. That's growth, growth. <laughs> so that weird growth. <laughs> um, uh, it is like off topic at shit, but I'm gonna go my room for a minute and come back with what I call supplies. I don't know why I'm being weird in the podcast, but I'm just gonna go get some weed mm-hmm. in return. Is the podcast on pause? No. I'm, is it gonna be free space? Or- yeah, I love free space. Actually, this podcast has not had a lot of free space, and and unless you feel like saying anything to them, there's only going to be like 30 seconds that I'm gone, maybe. All right, okay. Um, If you feel like saying anything, you're totally welcome to.
1: Well, guys, um, (laughs) you're here with me, James Jermaine, while uh, in a mission. Uh, I might drive y'all away. Uh, I hope y'all stick around for the next 20 seconds of... Just free thinking that I have right now, the to golf topic, I don't really have anything to to say significant do, do, do you have to say something significant on a podcast if you don't really have nothing to say at all? Can you just talk random shit like I'm doing right now, and maybe a point
0: will come. That's what she said. <laughs> 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 Oh, man, you have no idea how similar <laughs> that sounds to how I sound when I'm, like, by myself and shit. No, I, I'm <laughs> not going Okay, I think podcast. about these things. All right. Hell oh, yeah. I'm not insane for thinking these things. Most of my episodes sound like that. It's like, am I supposed to say anything right now? <laughs> Why am I recording
1: this? Yeah. What's going on? Like, at what point... You have, uh, you have your topics for the day, right? So, but... Yeah. At what point do you... Actively leave like open space to just, or is it or it just naturally comes in the middle, like naturally.
0: Usually in the beginning that I leave open spaces, because like I record and then I get shit set up normally. Like I'll press record and then I'll go to the tweets and then I'll, I'll figure out what recordings I have on my phone. So it'll be a lot of empty space of me just getting the stuff ready. Hmm. And I like to describe it as I'm hiding my diamonds and shit. So, like, in order to get to, like, this. the good part of the podcast, you have to, like, sit through all these weird silent spaces and it's, like, ambient noise. And then I'll get to something, like, cool or worthwhile or something.
1: Naturally. Yeah. Don't let it come off try it. That's, that's, that's my, well, Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the I guess that's the goal for every comic to come up natural and not contrived. But I didn't realize that people they 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 work themselves into that, like they work themselves into not contrived. Uh, and I'm not bragging, but my goal was to begin, not contrived. Like I mean, like I don't I never have direction when I first started. And I, but my direction is more so my direction you know what i mean like it's i realized that my direction isn't in a book oh, yeah. i mean people my my direction is not original cool. the, the other comics like greats, that have done the style of just acting like the form of getting on a stage and just talking
0: yeah or, the,
1: or disguising your <clears throat> jokes and talking
0: that's it's kind of like saying being natural isn't original so it's like other people have been natural or whatever, but it's like a natural and a natural are gonna be have like two different naturals, <laughs> so it's like it's not like unoriginal, but like
1: it's not the most popular feel like
0: oh yeah, it's definitely definitely like having a weird direction is not the most popular form because like most comedians are like, uh I've seen him do this set like three or four times and it worked every time, so now I feel safe booking them. And like, I don't know, I, f- I feel like that's a whole weird thing we have with comedy where even getting booked is weird because it's like the shows aren't even that great, honestly. But it's like the open mics are like where it's at. <laughs> the only thing about book shows is you might get paid a little, but then it's not significant enough to be like a, a job or anything. And then like... Right. It's just
1: um something you say you did.
0: Yeah, it's like the book shows and kind of like they're good to 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 be on and have and shit, but it's almost fruitless because we don't have like corporate ladders in New Orleans I mean it's it's pretty amazing to have a name and like a a legend (coughs) but if there's no like upward mobile or corporate ladders it's weird and then it like gets people to to try hard to get on the things like trying the same sets and shit I wanted to bring it back to like John Rowe he's one of the people who taught me like to be the best comedian in New Orleans which he often said that he was like in order for him to feel like he was he didn't have to have perfect sets every time like this nigga would get on stage and bomb because he was like fuck the crowd and like and you'd still get off stage like they didn't deserve me I'm the best in New Orleans they didn't deserve my shit (laughs) motherfuckers didn't deserve that like I like the idea of going to book shows and I'll like do new material at book shows and shit Dude, <laughs>
1: I've gotten booked twice and I've done new material twice <laughs> uh, three times maybe uh, and each time like my, like my style it is sort of like lightning in a bottle like when it works it works yeah. really hard but I can do that consistently. It just takes more time for me to fail. I need to fail in order to, to, to learn how to capture that bottle every single time. So I go with my same style on some book shit, and went, it was brilliant. And then next time it was opera. I got like I went to Corey Max uh, beer and uh, and yeah,
0: tacos, beer, and beer. tacos and beers, yeah.
1: and uh, uh, I got when cory mack left the stage he said i apologize because i not even i understood what the fuck that nigga was saying i apologize to all of y'all uh but i i it was because i talked around my bit like it's the if you don't listen like if you don't listen you will lose me i i have my premise but I want to lollygag around it because I want to eng- eng- engorge. The, I want the fans, the, the not the fans, the audience to be engaged. I just want to get to my set. Hey, this is what the fuck is going. You know, I want to. Hey, how y'all doing? What's going on with this environment? Is there something like this? <laughs> something that we can bring us together first before I talk my shit. Uh, but yeah, I, look at I. Every time I see Cormac, because he's booked me twice, man. I feel like he had some kind of sting for me. Like, he's seen me when the lightning hits.
0: Corey's great with that booking comedians. Like, I'm pretty sure my first show was Corey's.
1: Yeah?
0: Yeah, Corey books a
1: lot. But so you probably didn't disappoint Corey. Like, I really feel like I disappointed Corey. I don't Corey. know if I did Dude. <laughs> I feel like I did. Because he, he gave me props. Like, he gave me something that made me feel so good before getting on stage. He said, so I read about you That I said, it's James Jermaine. He said, dude. That is the blackest name I've ever heard, heard in my life. And I've never heard that before. I've always been ashamed of my name. I hate my name. I hate how much it rhymes. I hate how it's two first names. I hate how it's not the common kind of way you spell Jermaine and people get confused. I hate how people don't pronounce it because it doesn't have the E so they think it's German. There's a still an I, you dumbass. There's still an I in the middle that makes it aim. With... Anyway. Because E makes an aim sound? It does in sometimes cases, but All right. I deviate. What am I talking about? He got Cory Mack gave <laughs> me a fantastic comp he he's the black and I was like, Yes. And then it made me want to say, fuck Saint Germain. Cause I'm like, I, I wanna keep the I, it I, dude, being black is cool as a motherfucker, right? And I've always wanted oh, yeah. I've I've always been the outsider, even in my own you know, black people. Like like black girls. You know what black girls tell me? I bitch you on date white girls. Man. what do you No, I've only date, I've only dated you's ass. I've <laughs> only dated <laughs> kinds of you's stop doing me that I don't date just cause I speak better than you don't mean I, I I date better than you I ain't I ain't shit you know what I mean but that was a comment and they made me want to change man, Cody Mag Mack is amazing yeah. and I feel bad that I let him down with that set cause I like I the crowd was no alright I had the crowd for, it was like a seven minute set I had the crowd for three and a half minutes and then it lost me I don't know I don't what happened uh I don't know what happened. Anyway, it's just me happens probably.
0: I don't know. (laughs) Fuck me. I don't know how well. What I usually do is like I try to I try to go like uh like an up and down flow to where like I'll talk shit about myself and then like I'll I'll say some like cool shit and then like I'll talk shit and then I'll say some cool shit. So, like, when I'm losing the audience is usually when it's time to, like, talk shit about myself and, like, no, 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 that's the opposite. Usually when I'm losing them, I say some, like, expansive shit Mm. or some shit that might go over their heads or something. And then they'll be like, oh, maybe I should be listening to what he's saying. And then, like, I'll do, like, a dumb joke and then it's like, I listened and then it was just a Mm. dumb joke. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, this... (laughs) <laughs> roller coaster up and down type shit.
1: That that reminds me with the roller coaster. Like I, was, I the last night, the last night's crowd at High Ho. This is Monday. Last Sunday, anyways, you know, shut up. <laughs> last night's thing at High Ho. The crowd, I they were anticipating anticipate. As fast must have been because no one was really
0: yeah.
1: focusing. And but I, I had a plan. Because I know how if that's how it is, I got to start off with something goofy before I get to my shit. And. uh I have ADD and if I lose track of what I'm saying for a second and then get thrown in some shit and then I'd be like oh uh, uh, what the fuck was I saying and I sort of start off my set by talking about something I, but I, was, I wasn't supposed to get directed to my set it was something about the crowd to get them get, uh, something free based to get them engulfed and get them engaged to get them laughing right. just naturally before I get to my set but I started my set first and I was like damn it I messed up. This is not working. And God sent me uh, 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 Isaac uh, Cosell. <laughs> um, I was hitting the beats of my punchline. Bit for bit. A to B to C. And then what a punchline was. What a cross with a react. Uh, Isaac Cosell was having a conversation at the same exact time my set was going on. Outside at, oh, the, yeah. at the doors. I that. And... He was also saying some funny shit, <laughs> beat for beat, and it, we hit the same pacing where I was supposed to get laughs, he got laughs outside, roaring, and my dumbass thought, yeah, the crowd got what I was saying, and no, no one was everybody was looking at me blank face. This is And then but I made I made everybody heard them laughing outside and I yeah. pointed that out in the in the moment and I got them at the end. I got the, them at the end with what I was saying, but my point is saying that was fuck plans, man. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't. I don't know the point of what I was saying, but I, I, my plan didn't work. But would it have worked either way? That's what I'm saying. Like, what if I would have started off with free base, get them corralled first, and then with my shit, they could have tuned me out at the end of it. So why overthink shit? Just and that's why I, re- I didn't realize that you, that's how John Rowe approached his sets. And I had a thought that, because you also said some revelations about John Rowe and some shit that I do, and, 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 and my, not, I'm not, for, I'm not saying that I'm anything <laughs> like the great John Rowe. No, I'm not saying it at all.
2: But funny. what
1: I'm saying is people have, 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 have uh, mannerisms, people have styles, people have natural things about them that reminds them of other people, <laughs> and it felt kind of heavy to weigh to hold on to me. Like, I can't... I'm not trying to be like John Roe. John Roe is his own entity. He's his own thing. I'm not trying to be like him. And I don't want anyone to interpret my naturalness as trying to be like him. Uh, Because, man... Because I've seen him perform. He, like... Every time I was at... Yeah, black label. yeah he, he and I. He, he I was impressed because he performed my favorite type of style of comedy. Like someone that would get on stage and it would look like they would have nothing they 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 plan on talking about. Like they <laughs> didn't so like
0: much they, of black Label is ridiculous. You used to have so many fucking silent moments. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and but I saw him because I don't know if it was it was too real or he literally like people think that I don't have shit. I know I have shit written. I have a glossary of jokes. Like, this past, well, not this past month, this past year, I probably have like, I don't know, 1,500, not 1,500, 150 jokes over the past year, it, it just, and it's all, it's material I've studied, but it's, I just, I go at a free base, but that's, he was either so good at it, or he literally went on stage with no idea what he was saying, I still don't even know, like, that, my, the style that I, pre- I don't even know, I can't even tell the line of what the fuck he was doing, that's like, but that's how great, he was.
0: Yeah, I think it's similar to my style, but, like... Yeah! It's, a. He has, like, jokes that he has on the back burner. And, like, jokes that he knows works. So he has, like, this weird confidence to where he doesn't feel like he needs to, to prepare for the set. So, like, at most, he'll be like, I know this joke works, I know this joke works. And, like, I'll just say whatever. I'll just talk about whatever's happening. And then, like... In talking about whatever's happening, he might go into another bit that he has that isn't the jokes that he already planned, but it is one of his jokes. But he just like it wasn't planned to go there, but like he's yeah. talking about that shit anyway.
1: Yeah, like like a backup. Like, he that's that's why. Like I I know I have like various topics that I have opinions on, and I remember one moment I had a good moment of reliving in that moment like where I can. Just talk, ranting off shit, random, like, throw something at my face, I'll throw it back. And, uh, it was at, uh, I'm starting to really get good reactions out of, uh, out of Dragon, not Dragon, Howlin' whooped Den. Cool, cool. Uh, but, it was something where someone had just talked about, uh, licking ass. <laughs> and I was like, why not use that? And, <laughs> but some, no, no, Ray Bean said something, but I hope you didn't talk about licking ass. Since so I you know, I don't have anything... Goofy to talk about ass looking. I take ass looking serious, man. <laughs> but that's some shit I actually feel. Like, it, 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 but it worked because I was just talking about how I actually legitimately feel about how ass looking uh, shit. Yeah, and I people were, that
0: Oh, scent. just. <laughs> I remember <laughs> a, a shit set like you're talking about, like, but uh, with analingus. <laughs>
1: yeah, you look. You I, it's people. People, you gotta bring something a little bit extra to the table, especially when you and you I'm talking about like, dating women. If you... Because women date guys in bundles. You know they, they don't... Women don't disclose that. But, I mean, but that's what it is. Like, that's what guys do. Women do the same yeah. thing. They just don't disclose it. But, so... But if you want to be the guy that she... That that woman calls back, that you get... You know, she calls back and she's thinking about... You gotta... You gotta... You have to ask, nigga. You have to do something that makes her remember you, nigga. Like, you... Look. The reason why people shit on Disneyland and Disney World because Disneyland is in Florida and who remembers who fuck Florida <laughs> people remember Disney World because all the extra shit they'll go back to Disney World because all it's in California it's just a better state it's just a better place it's just there's more rides more things to do there uh, bring it back to uh, me personally I look I, Disneyland is amazing it's wonderful in its own right but if someone said, "Would you rather go to Disneyland or uh, Universal Studios, uh, where there's the fucking Spider-Man ride, nigga, and the fucking Terminator 2 ride, nigga, and the fucking, uh, bruh, yeah. I want to go there. I want to in Harry Potter. I want to <laughs> go there." Fuck Disneyland, nigga. That's what ass looking is. Ass land, is Universal Studios compared to fucking some simple ass Disneyland shit. Fuck all that Dumbo shit. Fuck all that goofy shit. Give me some shit, but I'm feel like I'm being shot in the face while I'm also rolling up roller coaster and going down. I want to feel like I'm dri- like I'm going through a dragon's esophagus, and I want that shit. Then spl- fuck a Splash Mountain, nigga. I'm gonna get wet. I'm gonna be I'm to be entertaining, thrill seeking. That's what that's what I'm saying. But just that, and it's but yeah.
0: Well how did we get on that? I'm sorry. That's hilarious. Right. Sorry. <laughs> fucking hilarious. I uh, uh I gotta get into the actual segments. Otherwise we're gonna be here for three hours. This
1: is fun by the way.
0: Oh yeah, it is very fun. <laughs> it is very fun. I'm gonna do the sets. I have two two comedy sets recorded. From Sunday, actually. So, Hi Ho and then Buddha Belly. And then read some tweets and shit. The keyboarding is usually not that good. Not that great. Just a a warning. I'm just gonna put the phone on. Um, No, I'll turn around.
1: I didn't want to I didn't want to I wanted to be a professional podcast and I didn't want to get into like wait a minute dude I gotta take a piss like you know oh, like do I, don't wanna get, I, wanna, I don't want to get I I don't dis- want to disillusion it for the fans I want them to think that we're here <laughs> and everything is set up and we're ready to go but I was about to actually do we need to move things off the table and move things I didn't want to get into that nah uh, we're
0: good but you can also use the bathroom if you oh do. no
1: I don't I okay. don't that was just an example I'm gonna hold my piss.
0: Metaphors. I don't.
1: I don't. I don't tell the audience on stage. Hey, (laughs) wait a minute. Two seconds. I go take a piss. Can y'all just stand there? (laughs) That
0: would be a great set, except the host would ruin. (laughs) The host would definitely ruin. (laughs) If you were like, hold on, you guys, I gotta pee right quick. (laughs) Just put the thing in the stand. You <laughs> matter of
1: fact, I'm gonna take the microphone and in me with the bathroom. Oh my! Oh my lord!
0: Steal it so the host can't ruin it.
1: <laughs> no, I'm gonna take a piss and keep talking. Do I have the balls to do that? I
0: don't know. That's a little. Less... That's my
1: idea, by the way. <laughs> this is recorded and proof that I first had the idea to do a set where I break in the middle of my set and go take a piss and bring the microphone and me with the bathroom. I take a piss while well, taking the stream of piss and also, you know. Saying funny shit about the piss, maybe. I don't know. It'll come to me, naturally. That's my shit. Don't take it. You do? I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a step on your shoes. That's mad disrespectful. You disrespect me, I disrespect you back by stepping on your shoes. I'm gonna wait until you buy some fucking new shoes. I'm gonna watch you. I'm gonna wait. You steal my shit? I'm gonna wait. Watch you. Look at your feet. Three months. <laughs> you ain't bought no new shoes yet? Four months. New sneakers? Yay. Yeah, I come from behind you. <laughs> Stepping on the back of them bitches, you that I'm gonna step on the middle of your heel, so you can't see it. So you go look at your shoe and think, "Oh, it's fine. I ain't get a scuff." And you get home, you take off your shoe. Oh my God, there's a scuff. Where did it come from? Me, nigga. Yeah. That's how you be petty. I'm sorry. What's the second we getting to Your set
0: <laughs> Yes, perfect tony Yes (laughs) <laughs> like, I feel like they have the mic when-
1: ADD. Um, and it, 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 I had to listen in three parts. Okay, I was overwhelmed by it. It was three things going on at one time. Like it was the music I listening to. It was the podcast I listened to. It was the crowd I was listening to within it. I was listening to uh, you laugh. And then also I was trying to see, wait a minute, I was there. And I was trying to see if I could hear my obnoxious laugh through there. And sure enough, no, Ryan just beat me out every time. I, I never heard myself once in there. But that was the third part, me trying to hear myself laugh throughout the entire recording. And I couldn't hear myself.
0: Yeah. Ryan Jazzy usually like yells in the beginning of the set, mm. especially at high ho. All oh, that's time too. Sometimes it would be like, Brrr! "Nah," oh, like, <laughs> some random <laughs> yell. <cozy> <laughs> <laughs> <trolls>
1: Oh, by the way the uh the uh the the bit I mean the part in the, within the bit about uh uh if it would be funny if uh the words that you said on the screen would actually deter the movie would effectively <laughs> that that would yeah. bring by the way I remember laughing in the moment but Cool. but I mean like I, I I that's what I was saying I wanted to hit myself laugh at that bit, cuz I remember laughing hard at that I hit myself around Jesus you me know, I was disappointed though so. but anyway
0: it's a, that was my first time doing that bit. I just, honestly, uh, this is like a confession. I just now honestly realized I didn't have my tarot cards, and that's, like, fucking part of the show and shit. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I usually start with them, or I start, and I'm like, what the fuck, I don't have the cards. But, like, this whole time, I, like, didn't have them, didn't even think about them. That's pretty fucking cool. This has been a Tight Ass Podcast. Have to go get the cards to ask uh, ask about the, the set and shit, or maybe maybe I just don't get the tarot cards. Nah, I gotta do spiritual warfare at the end. Okay.
1: Well, while he's going to get his tarot cards, uh, this is my first forte into the uh, tarot card portion of his podcast. Fans, uh, Byron Bruce, uh, Lord Bruce, or uh, Lord Byron, Jesus, I I fucked over that. Don't ever have me have to introduce somebody and they have, uh, like, more than three monikers. Like, if I got to introduce... I want to introduce, like, here's John Smith. He's on NBC. Welcome, you know. He's going to be on NBC. Here's John Smith. If it's him, I got to tell him, all right, he's John Smith, but he's on. M- he's been on NBC, and also you got to mention that he's been on Comedy Central. He's also called Lord Timothy Smith the III, he and you gotta tell me. I gotta give him a backstory. I gotta give him uh, where his upbringing is. I have like You know how Spider-Man has uh, multiple different names. Like I love Spider-Man, and then a fan will go, "Which one?" Nick. He'll go, "Oh, there's Ben Riley. There's there's, there's uh, Miles Morales. There's a uh, there's a two nine nine Spider-Man. There's Symbiote Spider-Man. There's the Clone Universe Spider-Man." Which Spider Man you mean, Nick? I I just give me Spider Man. I don't give a shit about which. I just want Spider Man. <laughs> I'm I'm yelling. I apologize. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I, I was talking about how I messed up. I don't know if you you heard that I messed up. I was gonna say why would we wait for Lord Byron to come back, fans. <laughs> but instead that I said why would we wait for Byron. Bruce- I mean why would we wait for Bu- Lord Bruce. I mean why would we wait for Lord. That's I messed up. That's what I'm saying.
0: Indeed. These, uh, I got the uh, Fate Foretold cards this time. This is actually a card game that's like a tabletop game where you I was about to say it's like Uno, but it's not like Uno. Have you played Tonk? No, no, no. Uh, about Pity Patty.
1: Yes, i play Pity Patty. So
0: it's a little bit like Pity Patty.
1: You can tell you're from Belchase. You're going Pity Patty <laughs> anywhere else in the hood, nigga. Pity Pat. Yeah, nigga. yeah It's man. not only Pity Pat, it's it's not even It's not
0: even a, right. a bell chase thing. I just have no, no. this. I, don't, I, don't know. I just like make everything like enunciated. Yeah,
1: I, I, I got like how you call Draymond Green, Draymond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Draymond Lucifer the Third.
0: I was supposed to take hooked on phonics, but I never did. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this card game is like you match cards, I, and then hooked on each crack. card. <laughs> uh, uh. Each card has, like, this uh, weird way to manipulate the rest of the the field of game. So, like, the point is to have a base card that's two colors. And you can pick one of the colors and the rest of your cards around it have to be, like, the same color. And then, like, there's this weird thing to win the game. But, like, that's the basis of the game. You get, like, five cards of the same color. And each card that you flip will manipulate the game and, like... Change everybody's hand, or maybe it'll like be like an Uno thing where you skip the next person or mm-hmm. some some weird shit. But that is the basis of these cards, and it's based on the Tarot deck, so it's like a it's like a fake Tarot deck.
1: Yeah, I, I, they found a way. I like I, they found a way to market like yeah, Tarot, you know, they did. Like, and make it a card game. It yep, made it into a like, card game. Ma- is it is it that Christianity is lazy or they make money <laughs> elsewhere but why don't they have Jesus fucking playing card games, playing card I, games. Want a G- I want the holy bible fate for all I want that I want and I want my favorite card would be I guarantee it will be David with the slingshot nigga I, do you know how cool it is to kill a motherfucker with a pebble nigga I want that card uh, I also want the <laughs> Lucifer card no I want no no that's the word. I want the Judas card I feel like that card would be the like the the wild the joker card. I feel like that would be the wild card or something like that. He'll do some random shit. You, he'll be he'll be the spontaneous but you won't see it coming. That's what I'm saying. It's tricks. He's a he's the oh card trap card. He's yeah. the ultimate. His special She's move is the trap card. His special move is upside down crucif- crucifixion. Wait a minute. Wait. His wait. How did he kill himself? He hung himself. He hung, he... But he do, he did it in a dumb way. But he like hung himself it's upside something down. Like,
0: something about a donkey or something maybe. I
1: thought it was something like he had a tree upside down and hung I himself on the <laughs> roof. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he Chris Angel. <laughs> he did some wild shit. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I was gonna say it could be called numbers. Ah, (laughs) the Bible book thing.
1: I can see it. No, I'm looking at it. Just numbers, and because it's not too obvious to the point, it gets around it. And then when you get it, you like, holy shit, nigga! It's like, holy shit, this is a
0: Bible game,
1: (laughs) dude. I can think about it right now. What you playing, son? Bible. I mean, numbers, nigga. Wait, Bibles, (laughs) numbers. (laughs) I'm playing numbers, nigga. You want that number? Yeah, I'm on that number, son. But <laughs> what, what, man, what's your favorite number, son? Oh, I got the fucking, I got the Job, son. I got the Job number. No, it's the it's the special edition number 42 of Job. With it's with Job, it's like it's when Job made a bet with the devil. Is it another story? Job, <laughs> not not Job. The devil and God got into a bet, and uh, it was on Job's life. Anyway, the bet. Resulted in Job losing his entire family, yeah, yeah. and I want the misery card. I I want the Job. God fucked over Job so bad, just let the devil <laughs> let, just let the devil have his way, and Job wound up getting like scabies. He lost his family. He lost all his hair. He had gorgeous hair, and he became yeah, bald out of misery. And there's no ending to it. There's no <laughs> parable to get out of it. It's just that, hey, sometimes God will gamble on your life, nigga. That's that's all it is to it, and that's the random occur. That's the life lesson, nigga. God gambles with our lives. What? That's scary as fuck, nigga. They in the clouds betting on niggas' lives. I don't.
0: Man, it sounds like fun, honestly.
1: Man, look, for, yes, to, so to man. be a God, yes, yeah, not for me. <laughs> and you know the end of the story. Job didn't hate God. Job said. Uh, he loved God more, he, cause it was fear. It's fear mongering. It's like holy shit, God took everything and gave me scabies. <laughs> Praise God, thank you God. Don't kill me either, nigga. That's what it was. It, what they, 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 the Bible sold it as Job was, uh, was appreciative of God's greatness still that he had his life. No, that's fear, nigga. That is sub, yeah. that is subjugation. <laughs> I just, oh my God, I'm a Christian. I just revealed that for myself. Wait a minute. (laughs) God forgive me. You know, God knows I love him still. I have questions. I have (laughs) questions. I just have questions, but God knows I'm
0: playing. But I'm
1: serious. I'm not playing.
0: Ask the Faith for a Toad deck with a thought about the set. We get uh, the Snake Charmer. Cool. A heart card. He's a human. When you play the Snake Charmer, choose a player. The player draws three cards and skips their next turn the hypnotic motions of the charmer and both the serpents and the audience alike. Wow. It's a pretty cool flip. I, snake I, I, Charmer. I, I don't even
1: know what that means. I mean like as far as
0: Yeah, like that's the thing where it like doesn't have to mean anything really, but it's just like dedicated to the set. I don't um, so I can make I can like make it mean
1: who's
0: the snake charmer.
1: Who be charming?
0: I'm charming the audience and the <laughs> The snake, the serpents. Okay, maybe
1: I'm taking this, the word charm like how women take charm as manipulation. No, it's just natural charm. Is that? But it's just natural charm, or is it part it manipulation? Could be whatever you want. I'm not <laughs> manipulating. I'm not manipulating <laughs> anyone.
0: It was about my set. Don't worry.
1: It's not. Oh shit! We did talk about manipulation today. Wait, uh, wait. Is that what charm gets me? To talk about manipulation. talking about snake charmer. <laughs> I don't get
0: why it's cool. I don't get it. What is Nick Charmer? Like what is his purpose? That's a card where in the game you would make the. I think you get to pick your player. So it's like picking an alliance. If you pick a player and you give him three cards, he gets to like choose three cards. The only thing is he has to skip his next turn, but he still gets the three cards. Look, I'm dumb. I'm
1: thinking you said tarot cards right, but this is a tarot card game. So I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get the deeper metaphor in the snake charmer word. Like, yes. oh.
0: <laughs> People can use uh, playing cards and still get like the the weird mystical aspect. People will do tarot readings for playing cards. That kind of sounds like, like this is whatever you is put insight cooler. on.
1: Is what it is what it is. What yeah, is
0: that's exactly whatever you put your insight on. Even last episode, I was talking about how I usually don't explain what the tarot card is. Because I'm like, if you look it up, it can mean something. And then if you know anything about it, it can mean something to you personally. And then there's, like, this aspect, if you don't know anything about it, it means, like, something different, too. So it's, like, this quantum space of, like, a card and a name and is dedicated to a certain question. Like, what did you think about that set? And then, like, you know, like that question is answered by, like, a quantum event called the Snake Charmer.
1: Mm. You know? So. Mm. Well, I know that my questions came out of fear that I didn't want to receive something without knowing what it was in kind content. Of, I don't want to miss out on anything it if it sucks. has something profound to say That's So, sorry my confusion. We can get it moving. I'm not bad.
0: It's cool. The next, that was a, uh, I didn't even talk about the set myself. I don't think, um... It was high, hell, definitely. Came out. So that's it? It's just
1: one card? There's no more cards?
0: Yeah, just for that set. Oh. Oh. I mean, like, at this point. Unless you just want to flip a card randomly. Ah,
1: no, 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 no. Do no, your no, no, thing. I was just asking.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, like, uh, I knew I wanted to do, like, the TV bit. And, like, I wanted to get that recorded. Because I had come up with it after the party that we went to for Cinco de Mayo. Really? Yeah, I, like, came up with the joke about, like... Because I actually talked that night. And I uh, Afterwards, I was feeling like I had to do, like, a mental checkup on the things I said. And, like, whether they were relevant or were they true or not for me. And, like, it was a... It was like an exercise... Then I came up with the joke on like why I wouldn't talk. Like how do I explain why not talking is like, seems like the right thing to do. And I was like, a joke would be like, that I, <laughs> That I see everything as like a television screen and I don't want to yell at the TV. <laughs> like, that's the joke I came up with. And like, it was like a shower revelation, much like my time travel explanation is a shower revelation thing. That's later. Holy shit, we need to. All right, I'm gonna stop Lolly gagging. This is uh, Buddha Belly. Five minutes and forty two seconds, which means they either gave me extra time or I ran the light. Either way, pretty fun. <laughs> I think I did run the light. Just a minute.
1: Forty two seconds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and music was so intense. <laughs> mm <laughs> Nah. <laughs> joke again there was one point in my stand-up career where i was doing that joke almost like every set and like i got tired of hearing it because like i recorded it and i never listened to it Mm. and i had stored them up for like three three or four months i had like over a hundred sets recorded on here And, like, I played them all on this podcast, like, over the course of another four months. Of, like, four months worth of stand-up sets. Like, there was this week where I'd play, like, ten sets on a podcast. And out of all ten sets, like, that joke was in all of them. I'm like, God damn it. Not again. And it's just, like, in different iterations and, like, different words, maybe a little bit. Yeah.
1: But not enough to, uh, to make it,
0: yeah. No, not not enough to make it worth <laughs> saying that many times. Dude, that,
1: you got me thinking about that right now. Because at first I was getting excited with the idea of, like, I want to start a podcast at a certain point, And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to copy you, But I may make it like a once a week type of thing or twice a week or something like that. I'll use my sets. Because I have a bunch of old sets that I don't l- listen to. But, um, oh, damn it. I can't believe I lost the train of thought. Wait, all right, go back. All right love that you do that what you're doing i'm gonna shut up because i forgot what i was saying He's
0: damn saying it the, the thing with like the joke getting old
1: dude yes i've been look i've been hearing you should do for the past month you know, you know i actually always do more says work on it but you know that's not fun for me i, I want to do what's fun for me yeah but i saw but look as of recently like people said dude you're really good like that bit then dude do it you know like keep working <laughs> So, I'm, I do, I've been doing the same bit for two weeks, and I'm getting fucking sick of it. I'm getting sick of delivering it all ready. <laughs> like, like, I'm thinking about, oh, I got to do this fucking bit again. Ugh. But I got some new shit. And I, I wanted, I'm, I'm seizing at the bit, right? I got to keep my shit moving, man. I, I work <laughs> on it for a week. I work on it for max two weeks. And then I'm to move on the next thing, and they size me. It's not because I feel like I'm done with it. I work on my bit in between it. Like I, 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 I list, I'll do the bit, check the reaction. I adjust things. I write it, I rewrite the adjustments. I look, I, I remember myself. The next day I do the same thing I, with those adjustments. Boom, I can improve on that. Bring that, boom, got it, boom. I'm done. I'm, next joke has already been written in within that time span too, man. Mm-hmm. And, and I just wanna move on to the next thing because that's what excites me because I wanna move with the way of my passion. This week I'm feeling melancholy, and my material reflects that. You know, next week will be more jovial, and that set reflects that I may be in love, <laughs> and that set reflects that I may be a, in in and uh, in, in fuck bitches mode or something like that. Then that that set reflects that, or I may be in something where, uh, you know. But yeah, yeah I'm, I keep moving. But I'm, but also I don't want to get to that point where I'm listening to listening to myself is just the same set over and over again. I want to have variation and stuff like that with it.
0: Yeah, it's a hard it's um, a hard I'm, spot to be in when like doing what you like is like bothering yourself. <laughs> it's like, oh, why am I bothering me? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, maybe I should just stop doing this bits instead of just like listening to it over and over again.
1: When it was messed up though? Look, I get it. Naturally, if I do the same bit for four weeks, just just because, if I know something, I I'm really good at making up new shit on the spot, like I'm, and it gets better over time. I get it, but as I hear myself delivering it, I'm not, I don't, I'm losing my passion for for delivering it. Even I'm getting better crowd reactions out of doing the same shit, mm-hmm. but it's not making me happy. Like it really isn't. I I mean a bit, but i like I hear myself doing the same shit
0: appease the people. Yeah, I really recently got to this point where I'm able to uh to take a week or literally what it is is I'm uh recording the podcast every week now. So like I'll do like a week's worth of comedy in the phone and mm-hmm. then save it up for the podcast. So like I wasn't in that mood for well, I got in that mode like a month ago or two months ago, maybe, to where I'm finally in the space to record both my sets and the podcast in real time. Mm. So now I, I'm like last episode I had uh, Marcus Bond on, and the whole week of comedy I was doing sets about talking to my phone. And then, like, I'd mention Marcus during the set. <laughs> and, like, it was it was pretty cool. <laughs> like, it came out pretty well. It was, like, one, one set where I was talking about, like, interview questions. Mm. So, like, I, I'd asked him an interview question during the set. And then I was like, don't answer now. I'm in the middle of the set. And then when we were listening to it, like, it was hilarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't even asked him those questions yet. <laughs> and, like, it was pretty fun. But, like, now I'm, like, I have freedom to to plan a guest and then, like, do some shit around it if I wanted to. Or, like, to... If I'm going through something, if I have, like, a breakthrough, like, maybe I'll write some jokes about it and then write some tweets about it and then do the podcast, and the podcast is, like, centered around this breakthrough I had. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's a cool thing where I can, like, set up
1: your own material. Like, yeah. So up on a uh, subject matter or that kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Make your own content.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, like, it is, no, it is pretty much
1: content. just making content. <laughs> well, that's it's more than that. It's, I can't get it
0: right. But over did we do the card for this one? We did not yet. Uh, <clears throat> let's see Fate for a total deck. What did you think about that set? We flip Sagittarius the Archer. Which is a body card, a constellation. Whenever a player plays a constellation card, they may draw a card. Cultivating their minds and bodies, these travelers and adventurers grow effortlessly. That's pretty cool. Yeah. This is uh, Sagittarius is November twenty second to December twenty first.
1: I was talking about I was talking to my friend today about about continuous growth and mental growth. Like I appreciated the fact that I'm learning I'm still able to learn like that is so valuable like you never should shut yourself off and say you know everything how arrogant of you how the audacity I just love the fact I can still learn because when you learn you gain what's most valuable to me is knowledge and wisdom like being observant and introspective this.
0: That's, Growth that's is some a, shit. A, yeah, a good card. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Like um what was I even gonna say? Growth. Um yeah, am um, not even gonna talk about stagnation. It's a whole nother conversation. Mm. <clears throat> get get to these tweets. <laughs> I am not gonna edit this version uh, it's a message to the listeners cause most of the time I'll edit tweets I'll edit the spaces out of the yeah I'll edit spaces out of the reading and also like when I mess up a tweet I'll say like redo and like I'd edit that mm-hmm. and just leave the redo, redid one in there but this episode there will be no editing cause it would be weird
1: do you have intro music for this segment like nope the tweet the tweet read the tweet
0: <laughs> nope uh the intro honestly is uh that I I usually start the reading of the <clears> tweets <throat> with check out my latest podcast episode 80 if you tweeted you beamed it so like that you can ask
1: oh I'll one more possibility it would be um I see an average five foot seven man reading tweets. He's Byron Lord Byron reading tweets all day. We're to the segment of reading tweets, tweed, read, tweet, reads, reading tweets reading tweets reading tweets reading tweets reading tweets reading tweets We are reading tweets reading tweets Alright I'm done We are reading tweets Dun We are reading tweets to the Tweet Reading do read, oh. not Dum dum Dum, dum, dum.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm excited. Yeah, if uh, a fan out there wants to isolate that and send it to me, then then I'll definitely use that as the as the opener. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> if a fan ever does, in any time in the future. <laughs> nigga,
1: I'm blushing in the future, nigga. I'm <laughs> blushing for the future, get
0: the, uh, Yeah, you five listeners, you better get to work, <laughs> get to work on the shit.
1: <laughs> the numbers don't matter, the people do
0: hell yeah so episode 80 and then I'm listening to the Kanye interview and this nigga is at least slightly enlightened I have
1: not heard the Kanye interview because I know we're strolling I don't give a fuck (laughs) that's why I am I don't give a shit
0: listening to the Kanye interview and this nigga is at least slightly enlightened I'm surprised and I feel bad for him to have to try go through enlightenment while famous LOL, this nigga just mentioned karma. Well, he's on the right track a little. I never really think about how hard enlightenment is until I watch a famous person display their (laughs) wave. Damn, it's like since he mentioned karma, he's lost the upper hand in the whole interview. But that's just my opinion, because he's talking about business in his shoes. It sounds like shameless self-promotion. Oh, I kind of get it. The vibration heightened after karma.
1: This would be so much funnier to me if I actually watched the goddamn interview now. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I should have given me homework.
0: If we weren't like two hours, well, I mean, at least we're not three hours into it. Oh no, no, no!
1: Continue, no, continue, no, continue. I still find I'll figure things out
0: because like I could play clips of it's it. kind of like
1: watching movie trailers that's why i like watching movie trailers I can piece the movie together i watch movie trailers so
0: yeah, I, are I, you gonna watch it or what like the whole interview Were you going to at any point now do you mind it being like segmented absolutely not let me get the interview because it would be cool to talk about the points I'm talking about because like I don't in the moment while
1: someone is the, the, the last on earth to not watch it Wow, <laughs> alright I'm always the last uh, to find out shit And I always complain about it That's because I don't give a shit Well, touche that's, that's, that's If you gave a shit Then you would know Like I, I'm the last person In my family know anything Like Like uh, someone's having a baby And I'm the last Like my, my mother's having a baby And I'm the last person to know yeah. And they were like, I get mad Like why am I the last person to know Because You know I'm not in there <laughs> I don't call nobody i love them all i don't right i'm sorry shut up Interview. when you speak up you know I, I, you know i speak up and so i like where i was when i got out of the hospital it's even when i did the next fashion show you know it it got all these good reviews <laughs> I couldn't help myself. yeah because i was less confident because it's like OCD there, man. there boy that's exactly what we wanted uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you you, you, you traded. Uh, that's how the man look look like a light skin nigga. I didn't trade. I
0: don't know. It's so weird. I just didn't have. They just, really did his is makeup. That I didn't good, have. Is that any. good
1: lighting or editing? The man looks like he
0: did his makeup. That's that, look,
1: that nigga. The <laughs> man looks like Boris
0: Kujo, nigga. Never like if I was like home. Like, that's that's a, a any situation. It's like the. I don't know. Everything you <laughs> could black mirror. Although I could just Google it. On. The media is
1: saying, "Gay fuck the goat." Now you just said, <laughs> "Gay fuck the goat." See.
0: Him Within himself. What exactly took Kanye's confidence. That's like that's literally like somebody bringing kryptonite to Superman. That's why so
1: I'm what
0: taking the yeah. from Black
1: Panther, Like, what took your confidence? I don't know exactly what it was. It had something to do. I mean, maybe a doctor could give an explanation, but it had to do with something with coming through the breakthrough. I like to call it the breakthrough and have to break down. Uh, coming through the breakthrough, that.
0: Oh, shit. I ruined it. That should be enough anyway for now. Um, Like, he's talking very calmly throughout. That was like 37 minutes in. So, during that whole point, the conversation had been...
2: The conversation <laughs> had been like homely okay, and I got out of frustration
0: sometimes. Yeah, been like I... friendly and stuff, mm-hmm. and then like Kanye mentions karma, which is uh, I was like, lol, this nigga just mentioned karma. Well, he's on the right track a little, and really think about how hard enlightenment is until I watch a famous person display the wavelength. But then it's like, damn, since he mentioned karma, he's lost the upper hand in the whole interview but this is just my opinion cause he's talking about his business and his shoes sounds like shameless self-promotion oh I kinda get it, the vibration heightened after karma he rebuilt his walls after they came down to karma actually it's not a bad move, it's kinda beginner but effective in regarding, regaining the upper hand also works really well cause he got into shameless self-promotion at the topic of high vibration so it was the perfect time for plugs I think it was you who said, like, you mentioned how they have, like, coaches who, like, coaches for interview and shit, Mm -hmm. and, like, that's, that's, like, uh, where I see that as very plausible because he, he used, like, when Trump was mentioned to start talking about his businesses and shit, like, he, like, that's, if he did have a coach, like, that's perfect coaching because it was, like, the perfect timing. It's like, oh, if anybody cuts this up into segments, this is the question that's gonna be cut into a segment. And then as soon as the cut comes, you know, like, uh so why were you with Trump then? That's like when you start the video and he's like, shameless self promotion. As soon as the as soon as the question was dropped, Well, I'm in fashion and I got this business and I'm the greatest artist ever and like say, all right, that is some like real skilled shit.
1: <laughs>
0: now, is it, is it a thing where a guy, like,
1: that's his, like, that's not, like, you know, people can't relate to owning a business, owning all that, you know, uh, me not owning a business, owning a fashion company and all this kind of thing that he's talking about, but that's his personal life. Yeah. He doesn't realize that most people can't connect to that. He's on some other, but, but I, I really feel like he's trolling and that's what he's playing on anyway, so...
0: I think he knows, like, people can't connect or at least Charlemagne couldn't. I think it was very specific. Like, you saw, like, the... the setup. I mean, I'm sure there are way more people in the room, but it was very, like, an intimate setting. My nose is fucking congested and shit. It was, like, an intimate setting and he was, like, legitimately... Talking to Charlemagne, Not like Well I mean like I don't know Cause I'm sitting here Conscious also But like Maybe that's what I see I see that he's much like me Talking and having like a real conversation But also keeping The camera in mind and shit And like pull, Still pulling out his message and shit whatever his message tended to be which was like some weird shit but it was much like uh I saw like he was like a he's got like potential and like beginner status of enlightenment and shit I don't know if I go further into it oh so you're saying this is not this is not a facade you feel like this is a some truth is coming through this I don't know I don't like it's like that's, the that's facts that's y'all the main guy by the way that's what he
1: normally looks like. Okay. <laughs> no, dude, that's Boris Kudro, the actor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, there we go. I was trying to look it up, and I didn't, forgot the last name. <laughs> um, oh, like the facts about what he says are are almost irrelevant when it comes to enlightenment. Like enlightenment's not about like political shit or like. Um. left versus right type shit or building a business or it's more like a it's like an energy or some shit like so like to have an enlightened person is misguided like there's a shitload of misguided enlightened people and those are usually like the criminals and shit like criminals are crazy and then uh, but it's still like some type of energy that these misguided people have but like they could be balanced and if they find a teacher or whatever teacher could balance that shit out and they could be like hugely spiritual
1: so you said that's what Kanye needs just, he, you feel like he could be a teacher he could be the person that he, he needs to be, he needs a Mr. Miyagi
0: yeah he needs the Mr. Miyagi but he's also got like the skills of a teacher Like, excuse me, he's got like talent or whatever.
1: Kanye acts like Jaden Smith now, like, Jaden, like, it's weird. Like, if Jaden Smith were 45 years old, (laughs) that would be Kanye West, yeah. The, The blonde hair, holy shit, that connection, yeah.
0: But it's weird because he acts like Jaden Smith, like you said. Literally, he acts like Jaden Smith now. Yeah. But like, if Jaden was like forty five, he would be on like a completely different. a different.
1: Com- I actually. He I actually bro. Now he. Now Jaden is on the right track to something.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't. I don't hate on Jaden. I don't. You know, whatever. He's creating. Nah. He's creating his own thoughts, trying to create his own path, his own enlightenment, you know, that he, kind of thing. He's him there. and Willow. He's, He's young and arrogant yeah I've been there, I thought that I knew everything, but he
0: he's on his right way, man he there's like i have different wavelengths set up for like names and shit, so like enlightenment is is one thing, but then there's like people who are enlightened, and then there's zombies which mm-hmm. i I like to do a joke about identifying as a zombie, but like those people are like. Like, Jaden and Willow have already gotten to zombie status. And they're like, fucking, fucking, like, t- not even 20. I doubt they're 20. Probably
1: not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
0: but, like, yeah, the fucking Indigo children are like. I know Willow for sure, isn't it? He, Willow's older. Oh, okay, well, I don't, I don't know shit then. Alright. Yeah, but, like, uh, it's like the Indigo children come out as zombies and shit. Like, just straight up and shit. It's crazy. Like,.
1: Wait, wait. They're zombies, but I thought like zombies were like dr- like drones, like
0: mindless uh, automatons. Personal, I have a personal definition of what a zombie is, and that's just people who believe in reincarnation in like a certain point. Okay. Like, I know like the Hindu religion believes in reincarnation, yeah, but they believe in like a a reincarnation that they have no control over, uh-huh. and is like just. Fucking like, like a machine. But like the zombies believe in a reincarnation that they either have control over or they can believe, not believe, they can remember like past lives, tit, tit, yeah. past life shit. <laughs> and like, it's like a thing that mixes with imagination because like imagination is real and like that's one of the the steps in enlightenment or whatever. But like, So just the idea that they believe that they've lived these past lives and shit qualifies them as the living dead because who they were in the past is dead and they're living so I call them zombies, the living dead and like Willow Jaden already hit that status. Kanye I don't say he's near it but he's like near enlightenment
1: (laughs) Your your definition of zombie is kind of like the dumbed down version of like the walking Dead zombies the zombies in movies they're like the walking they' like but they're people who died and they come back to life looking like they they're always wandering and looking for something looking for where to go next but they, it's a dumb number is what you're saying is someone who who died and has found a step like has found a place and I'm not saying they'll be their final place but they found one place and they'll find another place after the dying like reincarnation like Christianity. And like, or well, anything in that matter of a, a rebirth, like a baptism, you know that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, rebirth and shit. Uh, so yeah, Kanye is not on that level of, of like, believing, for like, like truth's sake. Knowing is the real word, not believing. Now what knowing that? that he's had past lives and shit.
1: Now, what, wait, I may cut you off, but what if he does know? And this is—I'm telling you—this is just a character. It's an energy. This is just
0: an... <laughs> he, you can you can hide the energy like uh, Kamari. I was texting uh, with Young Funny, and like in the group chat, and Kamari was like, he was had pretty much your point of view where he's like, this is an act, and Kanye's dumb and shit. But I, he no, he told me to look at Janelle Monet and like I looked at an interview, and like I didn't get the i didn't get the zombie energy from her i didn't get the like enlightenment type flow like and like it's it's not that people can't hide it it's just that it's usually it's easy to tell when people are on that level like dude you
1: you know dude you know like it's gonna uh, do you have any black girl listeners like black women listeners i am not pissed off man uh but uh, all their favorite R&B singers that are introspective and soul, peace my brother, peace my sister, it's fake, nigga. It's an <laughs> act. Jill Scott is the most babbit motherfucker you'll ever <laughs> talk to. She is mm. empty on the inside. It's all she's all that positive. It's, it's all for the money, guys. I'm telling these people, don't believe these celebrities, man. They're all acting. They're putting on an act to sell themselves, to make themselves marketable, nigga. I ain't mad. i probably do the same goddamn thing. I ain't mad at them. I do... I hold my personality yeah. in a heartbeat, nigga. It's, heartbeat, boom. I'm a whore.
0: Like that, it sounds harsh and shit. But like, where my view is coming from is like, there are not very many people who, who, who? aren't like. I
1: know, yeah, I, know what, I know what you're saying, yeah. but I'm just giving an example of other other celebrities. You know, like yeah. you talking about Janelle Aniston. I was like that, but I don't put it past me. I believe it because yeah. she puts on that you know that front like she's. You know, so deep and you know, but you know, I mean I maybe she's, musically. She's
0: very smart. She's
1: yeah, she's very incredible musically. Yeah. But I'm sorry so someone being beyond that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it sucks though because I've I've met a lot of brilliant musicians. I'm talking like as far as brilliant, I'm talking introspective musicians. There are musicians who are introspective and deep and yeah. really have something to say. But they're kinda of put on the back burner. Like uh you know, that's why i don't really get into because they don't really promote the people that are really saying something significant right. that, I don't it's all for sides, man, That you, know, you can't tell who's selling you something fake and you're going to believe it no i wanna I wanna believe in something substantial
0: yeah, and then like what I've found is like rock bands have like the most the closest relationship to like the occult and shit most of the time. Well, I can't, I can't speak on rap now because I haven't been listening to the newest artists. Wait, 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 wait.
1: I can, but wait a minute. What is the? What is now? Nah, look, for the longest time, you made jokes about it, and I've always known about it espherically. On a am B- I saying right? Yes.
0: What What are we actually talking about with the? Vehicle? It's hidden culture, so like hidden patterns and shit, like a. An easy definition of something that's a cult. I know Coca Cola. Nah, that's stupid. It's mm-hmm. not stupid. It's just the. It's just a thing, though. Like uh, the idea of uh, this is taken from Brother Panic. You know, just citing my sources. <laughs> the idea of uh, fake it till you make it is like uh, an occult, like hidden culture. So as talked about imagination being real so like faking it until you make it is like self-actualization to where if like perfect example would be like a white rapper and like his friends, his family know he didn't grow up hard or whatever mm. but he's like I want to be a hood rapper and I want to make this hood shit so I'm just going to pretend to be a hood rapper I, I have plenty of examples so I'll pretend to be it and then eventually people just see him as a hood rapper. Mm. Even if it's just on TV or just in music. He faked it until he made it real. I so like, that's a cult that you could do that shit. Wait, but how would you put that
1: into like a context, into a sentence? Because I want to be able to use that in a sentence. I don't really know or not how to use it into a sentence. That word, like, give me an example of how I can use it into a sentence that makes it more relatable to me.
0: A cult itself? Yeah, the word the occult the word
1: you, first of all how, you, uh, how are
0: you pronouncing this word first of all
1: occult occult ok alright I'm dumb right I
0: saw mm-hmm. the definition it's Oh,
1: C-C-U-O-T-I O ok I'm stupid alright yeah. here we go <laughs> um
0: uh It is pretty much like oh, right. saying hidden culture. I got you. So like, I got you. I, I studied the hidden man, culture. Man, I love. All right, just say <laughs>
1: something in, that, in a sentence respond to what I'm about to say. Okay, set up, go. Hey, man, I love Eminem.
0: Dude, did you know the occult background of Eminem? It's like oh, it's like man. A, a noun type. It's a
1: shit. it's a noun.
0: Yeah,
1: Eminem is Occult?
0: That works.
1: The, uh, Eminem is. Uh, 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 has a following of a cult. I don't know.
0: I don't that's a different. That's like a cult following. Cult a, following. Okay. It's like two to, they separate the words a cult. So it's like the actual cult thing, but like no, I think they use a cult too. Like there's a cult movies or something like that, mm. where like it it doesn't. I don't know. That's cult. <laughs> I don't know. The word is like kind of like a noun. A little bit of an adverb, but if it's an adverb, it just means not a lot of people know about it. Let me say something. I'm glad that my
1: dumbass question left you in, a, in an explanation fog, where you where you had to stumble or some shit. So it's not that easy to explain. I, no, no, okay. it's not. It's not a. All right, I don't because I'm i been feeling dumb about my question for the long. Okay, all right.
0: No, it's a, it's a hard thing to explain, other than like the simple definition is just hidden culture.
1: Hidden culture, so
0: like that's it's not really an explanation. It's just a definition.
1: But at uh, hidden culture, I definitely yeah. get that. Yes. Yeah. Um, we live in like an umbrella of a hidden cult, like we don't. Yeah. Like it's the yeah. fucking Foot Clan is underneath this nigga. Yeah,
0: something like that. Except it's the the <laughs> the big reveal is like, all itself, <laughs> like, and it's just like how the fuck that could work is like the whole journey. Like how the fuck could I be everything? How is that possible? Uh, but now that he's regained the upper hand in the conversation... Oh wait. I read a ghost word in there. But now that he's regained the upper hand, the conversation is switched to drawn-out metaphors, like metaphor math. Put this metaphor with this one, and then think about this metaphor now that's how I metaphorically relate to your question but I do that wait a minute I suppose sometimes cause I feel
1: like it's hard for me to explain myself and I just stop in the middle of what I'm saying throw a metaphor and like fuck this I don't this to the point but the metaphor, wait what are, what are we talking about is that is this that, is that is
0: Kanye that... after his walls came down with Carmen he's rebuilding his walls
1: oh
0: I'm gonna watch the interview yeah he asked him about Trump and then like he regained the upper hand by talking about fashion and then he he gave metaphors about fashion to talk about how he felt about trump or whatever or why he used the make america great again hat so he's putting metaphors together but it was like he wasn't trying to connect with Charlemagne. (laughs) It was more like he was trying to make metaphors that would be out of Charlemagne's reach. So, but so, but what, what, so,
1: wait, are you saying that he's making a, a mockery? Like the hat says, "Make America great again," and America's fucked up now, and he's wearing a hat to say, "Let's really make America great." Is that what you're saying, Kanye's point? That's is? what he said,
0: but it was like a metaphor, and the, at the time he was he was speaking in metaphors, mm-hmm. so he wasn't really like answering a question. He was just saying like. You know the time I took the I'll Make America Great Again? Wait, okay, look. I, I realize
1: I'm i disconnected from all the media shit with people. I'm kind of watching watch interviews and stuff like that. I'm thinking about old Kanye. I uh, used to speak, and I'm thinking about now. Okay, I'm in the same vein now. I'm back. I'm No, not back. I am on track with what's going on right now. It's hyperbole. It's fucking speaking metaphors and hyperbole. and like, It's called sophistry, where you convince yourself of your own horse shit to convince someone else that you're speaking horse shit. Like, you... It's, Anyway, yes. Uh, I'm I'm with you now. Okay. He's, he's and how can no one see that's a that's a troll? Who the <laughs> fuck actually <laughs> believes that no matter bruh, this nigga shits just like we do. There's no you don't see that alright, I'm
0: sorry. He,
1: but oh oh but you believe he's actually
0: trying to reach something. I don't believe the substance of what he's saying is what matters. I believe his energy that he's giving off is like almost enlightened like the fact that he can do this means that he's almost enlightened all right my thanks to actually watch it all right it's not it's not about exactly his words it's just like what he is doing so uh,
1: look, that's all i need you telling me there could be some legitimacy to what he's saying i'm gonna i'm gonna actually listen to it just based because I, I didn't listen to it just based off i knew it was all horse shit but all right yeah. i i believed it was all horseshit, but like I can I can be interpreted I can be changed from opinions, especially but I didn't even watch the fucking facts, <laughs> especially I, I especially then I can, I'm not I'm not that stupid. At least look at the book. Does one plus one actually equal two? Oh, it does. All
2: right. I do
0: know. Truth is relative, man. I went through a whole thing with truth and not believing in truth. Finding out the truth beyond not believing in it. And, Like facts are fucking weird. Do you like? <laughs> I don't know like that's why I don't care about exactly what it is he's saying I don't care about the political views I don't care about like if he uh, supports Trump I don't care about if he's trolling or not cause like truth is beyond that type of shit mm-hmm. like that's like that's like some shit that will be here and then gone and shit like like, but what, what like kind of matters is like the energy that he's putting out and like how that's gonna affect the rest of the shit. Well, it matters negatively? to me. No, not negatively. Okay. Just like affect. Um, I'm gonna just start reading again.
1: You think that it may jumpstart some of the lame brains, like, like the like, la- like he has a huge following, and a huge following of people who are lame. No, I brain.
0: think it's just it's cool to have examples of people
1: who are enlightened. But what I'm saying is even if he's on the right path maybe his fans will maybe hop you'll kick you'll kick their brain to be more enlightened that's a possibility
0: but being a savior is, is it's harder than it's harder than it sounds it's not like a famous person could reach enlightenment and then just change people because everybody's going to hear what they're saying what they're doing and they're going to interpret it I'm not saying all the fans but I'm saying there's a
1: corner like a small nigga.
0: I mean anything's possible (laughs) anything is possible but it's not like something I'm looking forward to or anything but like it's cool to see examples of enlightenment which is like one of the reasons I really enjoyed or am enjoying listening to the exogenesis of Philip K. Dick Mm -hmm. like that dude reached enlightenment he was a fucking time lord which is another wavelength You can be a zombie, or you can be a time lord. Like, he used both. This nigga was, like... This nigga was a time traveler. He was a zombie. He was a... uh, I don't even think he was an occultist. He skipped a cult and went straight to time traveling zombie. And, like, that's just... It's just cool to have an example of people who have done it. And then, like, there's living examples. And then there's, like... These hints of examples and there's like potential for it. It's it's just like a cool cool phenomenon that it's like there's more and more shit going on. Um, ooh, I think he's reconnecting and I hope it sticks and continues back on normal vibration. Next question, please. Here we go. Ah, oh, it's back to the same subject. Here we go. More metaphor, but at a slower vibration. Oh, wait—he hasn't even mentioned Trump yet. This is the. Oh, is, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm reliving the video mm. while reading these tweets. Cause, like, I remember where, what I, like, what I was watching and shit. Toward like, the upper hand in the conversation where he's giving metaphors and stuff. Then he started reconnecting with Charlemagne again because Charlemagne was kind of, like, looking at him like he had no idea what Kanye was talking about. So Kanye was, like, slowing it down, mm-hmm. giving slower metaphors, like, not really dancing around the the idea anymore. And then, like, LOL, Kanye knows what I'm seeing and is trying to pull the interview out of this subject by doing very slow metaphors that mention key people in words. Next question, nigga. Fuck, just say the next question. Oh, shit. John, Jammelt. No. <laughs> oh, shit. Donald Trump just got dropped. LOL. Now we see the interviewer was doing a strategy the whole time. Kanye was tricked into letting his defenses down, then slowing his vibration. Then, bam. High vibration question was hiding behind his my, Behind my eyebrows. Which is, a. Uh, what he would be saying behind his eyebrows. Oh, well, now it seems like Kanye move, Kanye's move is to explain his own flaws and how and why he got trapped in this p- present situation. He's like, I'm starting to see that niggas be playing traps like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I don't know why niggas trap me all the time. But all day. Hashtag, excuse me, hashtag yo. I think he's changed the subject successfully, but at the expense of entertainment. I decay why he's talking about what he's talking about, but it's like he's trying to stay out of the realm of things the interviewer knows knows about personally. But at least now Kanye knows the traps are in play, so when he does end this turn, he will be guard up and vibration high, he will be ready for the passive-aggressive but will he be ready for the passive-aggressive vibes the interviewer will throw at him for making him sit through this boring conversation lol he's mentioned the simulation quite a few times bait Mm -hmm. the real treasure sore spot is karma we all know it I do kinda want the interview I do kinda wish the interviewer took the sit blah I do kind of wish the interviewer took the simulation bait, though. That'd be a fun conversation. What the fuck? Scene change? I hope they drank some water in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Interviewer has his arms crossed, and we all know what that means. And now Kanye's mirroring him. Why are we doing this back and forth, niggas? Let's be friends. And they've opened up. Because Kanye's throwing slang metaphors that relate to the present situation and beyond. I saw a meme quote of Alistair Crowley that said magic is about finding the limits and moving beyond them. That was poorly paraphrased. But Kanye has lived the life of moving beyond limits. He's now casting boxes on the interviewer, lol. Shame, dude. Made him cross his arms again.
1: Okay, now look, my arms are crossed right now, not because I feel disengaged <laughs> and uninterested. It's because I, I was just a little chilly. I was just doing that. Just a no, chilly. that's yeah. fine.
0: That's so, all. I'm fine now. I wasn't, I wasn't looking at your arms, but like... I was. I hear you. Uh, that's just like one of those body, body language things. But also definitely cross arms when cold is a thing. Uh, another scene change. They definitely drank some water now kanye has his arms crossed interviewer is acting unimpressed by the land lol the interviewer has has to get his lad the interviewer has to get his last jabs in there for the people for the good of the interview for the box for the box (laughs) (laughs) LOL. this nigga on meds The interviewer admitted to go into therapy also. He gets to pick him for being on meds. Creating therapeutic music. What do you trust? Weird question, bro. Oh, who do you trust? Hell yeah, documenting our lives, lol. Asked them a time travel question. Like the video, YouTube... Kanye West Charlemagne Interview. Ah uh, the last tweet of this uh this run is yo at Kanye West Great Interview Karma Don't Exist, all is self and we are all each our own judgment. I and only I can judge me. So forgive yourself and banish the karma and the fear will oh, excuse me. So forgive yourself and banish that karma. And the fear and vulnerability with it. This advice because it made fun of you while watching. Smiley face. Hmm. Uh. The thing about him being on meds was funny. Mm Hmm. Um. Like the last interview questions were like weird he asked him who he trusts I was like what the fuck kind of? like why would you answer that honestly <laughs> on like TV who tr- what, what's wrong with saying act, re- responding to who you trust what do you mean maybe that's the uh, would normal people answer that question like yeah, I
1: trust God my mother uh, you know like he was his mother oh yeah. it's like a he, weird he, question he, he trusts his wife I guess you know what I mean? Sure. He's probably disillusioned by that. I don't know what the fuck is going on with, you know. It's just like one of those like trust my manager, I don't know. I don't have a manager, he would have a manager. He would trust his manager. I don't whatever. But wait, but what what what, 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 what 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 in your mind, what made it weird what made that question
0: It's like asking somebody um which one of your kids is the favorite, you know, like except with everybody in trust. <laughs> Not favoritism, but trust. Was that question? Who do you trust. Was
1: that question? In, like, did, was it just an eyeball question? Or did it come from somewhere? Like, did it come out of nowhere? That was just like an interview question. It questions? felt
0: like one of those interview questions. Just like one of those interview questions that I might get a weird answer.
1: I think my point. I th- you know, I think my disconnect is that I'm so honest, dude. Like. It's it's kind of scary. Like I said, I was snitching myself sometimes. How honest I am, and so I wouldn't have a question answering that. But I didn't realize other people would as well. Mm Because I mean, my thing is, is if you're confident in what in what you're saying, like you're confident in what you you know, like someone could ask you who's my favorite kid, and I would answer that honestly. (laughs) Like I'm like no, because it's just I I look, I love my kids the same, but I have a deeper connection with one. This just it, it is what it is, man. Yeah. You could have two friends, but one's the best. You have ten friends, but one's the best. It's the same thing, just in relation. You love your kids all the same. you would die for your third. I would die for my third kid, like I would die for my first kid. I would take my. I would die for my second kid, like I would die for my first. Vice all of them. I love them all. That that kind of love is strong. But I want to hang out with my first kid because that's my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my round. You know what I mean? Like you know, we got a deeper connection. And all y'all niggas, y'all do what y'all, y'all have from each other, I don't give a shit, you know. What's up? But I yeah, whatever. But I believe and I have conviction of what I'm saying. And but did he did he seem disjointed by the question? Did he pause?
0: He, he didn't answer.
1: Oh he didn't? <laughs>
0: no. He's oh, like thought, that's a weird ass question. Oh that's what he said? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And then, and then what after that? <laughs> that probably wasn't the last question. But the other questions were like weird also, like I mean like what was
1: the like did they just drop that question and move on to the next one? Pretty much. Oh so, shit. Was it awkward?
0: It was a little bit awkward, but also like that the the also awkwardness of Charlemagne like was shitting on his goals and shit. <laughs> like what are you gonna do with this land? You gonna build houses here? That's what you're gonna do? Like I guess it's alright. Like they're walking around on beautiful mountains in the sunset. It's like I guess it's alright this is a cool place whatever. but the
1: interview ends with them walking around yeah. outside
0: and get they, the fuck out third of third scene change who the fuck is Charlamagne Oprah
1: the guy nigga
0: yeah. what the fuck is going on nigga three scene changes is a little too much honestly cool. unless Kanye was like now you gotta see everything on the camera
1: they like this is the fucking interview <laughs> with the goddamn Dalai Lama nigga with the fucking last Dalai Lama like that interview was very in, 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 that was interesting as fuck they went to several different locations Just like it's a fucking celebrity nigga
0: <laughs> okay i like the video of the tmz rant also i watched that too i didn't i didn't bring that up in argument or well, i didn't watch that i didn't watch that either i didn't uh argument about it or dissect it which just pretty cool kanye gets in like this fight with the black dude during the thing saying like slavery is a choice and shit uh, but not a, little, a real fight, like a word fight. Anyway, liked the video, This Is America have you seen that one yet? Uh, no I heard the song though. It's a really cool video I'm not into <laughs> the video, I was like, give me the song nigga <laughs> The video is <that's> really cool.
1: <laughs> I, that's how movies are for, like, I want music for music in my face
0: Oh shit. I had way less tweets than I thought I did. Just the concept to explain, not the actual tweets about it. Okay, so I like the video Seven Bomar Weapons of Mass Creation. Uh Seven on Human Experience. I guess it's the radio station. I like the video Friendos featuring ASAP Rocky.
1: He's on SNL?
0: Yeah, with the uh childish Donald <laughs> Child- Donald Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover, that's an right L? Yeah. was trying he, to mix up host? the names. He was hosting? Oh.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, Friendos is a really cool sketch. So Wait minute,
1: I, I feel like why didn't that been happen? Why is it ju- Why did they just now mention
0: that on his uh, monologue. I watched all of them today, like the monologue and the sketches on YouTube what? What are you talking about? Of Donald Glover's shit on SNL. Oh, he yeah. mentioned that? Yeah, he mentioned, like, uh, he... Inter- not interviewed. Uh, applied. Auditioned. He auditioned twice and was rejected. And he talked about it. He's like, I don't know why it took him this long. <laughs> hmm. I auditioned twice. And, like, his whole monologue thing is, like, about auditioning.
1: Dude, then that's what I'm saying, dude. There's some big... Dude, I will not want to say racism, though. Fucking... When Norm Macdonald was fired, and they got famous the next week, he was on there the following week, nigga. They booked that nigga quick. He got, he left it, they fired him, for SNL, he got famous the next week, and then they had him on the show at Host in the very next week after that, nigga. What the? Gonna have fucking uh, Melissa McCarthy on there again. Who gives a shit?
0: <laughs> I don't really watch, but I did watch that episode in YouTube links. I stopped watching that stuff like a fucking ass. Just started getting... Ugh. I've never really watched, but I've always heard things. <laughs> I can't say good things or bad things, because it's been both. But, like, I've always heard people talk about it as, like, a staple or something. Like, I don't know. I never watched that shit. It's always been when I get into enjoy it, but as a whole, it's just shit. I did enjoy the YouTube clips of Donald Glover's episode. He had some cool sketches. It's
1: literally like, it's literally like a 27-minute show filled with, uh, commercials. And, uh... Yeah, that's about it. And the sketches don't last that long. You know, I just stick with the sketches. I don't watch the fucking performance. I don't give a fuck. I just want to see the sketches. I do like the nigga
0: sketches they do. That's part funny. Like, uh... The Nigga Jeopardy? Oh, I haven't seen those type of... I thought you meant just black people in general.
1: No, the SNL has <laughs> has, has it called Black Jeopardy or something it's called, but they do a kind of stereotypical 70s black, black, you know, blah, 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 you know but it's it's, it's 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 like black, like black the like like how we speak. But I, you have to watch the same. I, I think it's hard to explain. But just think of Jeopardy just hosted by some actual like real niggas. You know what I mean? Like niggas yeah. and they have nigga guests and they always have the, the 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 funny part is uh they have one eyeball. So the host is black and they have two real black uh, uh guests, you know, guests or whatever like that and the one <laughs> would be one like the nerdy black guy. <laughs> no, they'll have fucking one was Burt Reynolds. Oh, okay. Oh, they actually act Norm McDonald playing Burt Reynolds, which is hilarious. Norm MacDonald playing Burt Reynolds, <laughs> is, playing Bert Reynolds is so fucking sad my favorite shit. Oh, they'll have uh, someone playing Sean Connery. Uh, like, the last one they had, I remember that was, I saw, uh, I don't watch the episode, but I saw a clip, they had one with uh, with Chadwick Bo- Boseman, Bosman, and he went as T'Challa. T'Challa. Okay. And it was T'Challa on some real nigga shit. He was, he's African, and, you know, African and real nigga, you know, it's that, 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 yeah. That fish out of water thing—that's what they play on. They, 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 in that segment, there's one fish out of water, and that's what makes it funny. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! But that was a long rant. But I did not <laughs> just say fuck ass now. But there's in the moment. I don't hate everything. There's moments <laughs> they when got, they,
0: yeah, they got good points, good points. I like fish out of water shit. He typed 440 words today. I only stopped when meditation took over my alpha mode and my body got left behind. I got ending coming around the corner. The ending. I got the ending coming around the corner. I'd like to take this time to publicly apologize to at its underscore not underscore Marcus for making it sound as if he was yelling at the Toth Deck. It was a cause, a case of bad-spoken punctuation. It was a case of bad-spoken punctuation, quote. Imagine I'm all at the table with Marcus, like, F you, Toth. It was supposed to be a quote of myself in your presence. I was going to apologize on the episode, but I thought it would be more respectable to do it in public public instead of secret public. Episode 81 coming soon. I've also got to save my Instagram at some point. They want me to take a picture of myself with a ransom note. I guess I'll do it. I think that might be the last tweet. It is. That was kind of related? Nah. My Instagram is uh, deactivated at this moment. And Facebook has sent me an email saying that I need to send them a picture of myself holding up the code that they sent me on a piece of paper <laughs> with my screen name under it and my name. So like holding up the ransom note I have to take a selfie. I'm like ah, I guess I'll do it. I guess my Instagram is worth the the silliness of that gesture. Well just know about this like who's gonna see it? Like I mean like you know you had posted it or something? No I don't know who's gonna see it. But it's not like it's gonna be like a weird picture. It's not like they ask for a dick pic or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be strange. It's just it's just weird. I, I call it like a like a boss move. They're just trying to boss people around. So sure, we Ryan, could the random photo with your yeah. dick, this is a gun to you take. <laughs> I bet we could make them put a keyboard on their yeah. head for their Instagram back. It's like, yeah, you can. <laughs> Oh, uh, need to explain time travel. Yeah. I didn't document it on Twitter, and I'm going to say that it's because uh, Andrew Polk was taken down on Twitter. And I'm like, well, Twitter might not be safe right now. So I'm just going to do it on my podcast in secret public instead of public public. Much like the other tweet where I was talking about apologizing in secret public instead of public public. Yeah, whatever. Um uh, had a shower revelation where I realized well uh, earlier, the other episode, I had some tweets that I didn't explain, which was I figured out to explain time travel in the book, which is the day Billy fell off the cliff, the book I'm writing. It's at the end like I have to explain time travel and shit so like I figured out I'm going to need to incorporate the royal u into the book in order to explain it and then it took me like another week or two and then I had a shower revelation when I was like okay it's not only the royal u but it has to be a three-part equation between uh frequency time and location Also, B.O.B. hung out with Brother Panic on Cinco de Mayo, which is weird, but it's cool. B.O.B. <laughs> found his way to a teacher. Who is his Brother
1: who, who guy?
0: Brother Panic. He was my, I call him the middle path, my middle path teacher. There's a right-hand path, a left-hand path, and a middle path. Mm. And Like, the middle path is usually balance. And... Mm. My internet's slow. Anyway, time travel and shit. Uh, I'm gonna read this text message I sent to Young Funny, and I guess I'll explain a little bit. Just had a shower revelation about my book. I thought I was gonna explain time. I thought I was gonna explain time using only the concept of the royal you. But now I know I got to use time, frequency, and location as three variable equation. Frequency is inside time, is inside location. So, frequency is location, and location is the royal U. To travel, you go inside location into time, then into frequency, then make your frequency your new location, finding inside a new time and a new frequency to travel the other way make your location the royal u by taking your frequency beyond time into location old location becomes the royal u and is surrounded by a new time sphere which is surrounded in a new location the image is a simple three-part collapsible telescope that can extend and co- extend and collapse in both directions the innermost ring is the smallest and sticks out further from the bigger two outer rings. The biggest ring is only visible layer when the telescope is collapsed, and that's the location. So, that's how I'm going to explain, oh wait, also, the next text message is, if I did if I did that on Twitter, it would have taken 20 tweets, lol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One text message would've literally taken me twenty tweets, and it would've been the most elaborate and most... I would've explained it so hard in, like, so many different directions. Uh, kinda glad it didn't, but at the same time... Yeah, well, now it's like, a surprise for the book to explain time travel and, like, a cool thing for the future robots. But, like... So the concept is the the same as uh, the realm of possibilities spheres that I mentioned in the day Billy fell off the cliff. Where in the astral world, how do, well in a limitless situation, how do you explain the realm of possibilities in like limitlessness? And I described it as a sphere, uh, a ball, and a point inside the, the sphere and the point moves and then the ball moves to compensate 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 for the speed the point moves the ball compensates (laughs) so in essence if the point moved in one direction it could go for forever because the ball around it is also moving in that one direction and it would never leave the ball because it's got like infinite possibilities of that one direction. So the fact that the ball around it is compensating makes the point infinite. So I took that idea and there's another sphere around the the sphere with the point in it and so that extends the realm of possibilities even more but they're all compensating for each other. So like the point moves and then the smaller ball moves and then the bigger ball moves and then each time it stops moving it's in the middle so with time I have uh, frequency, location no frequency, time, and location so frequency is like the point and then time is the sphere and then your location is the sphere around time so I have this thing where the realm of possibilities is different than time, how time moves. I explained it like a volatile time would be like where time is in control the middle sphere moves first and then the small the point moves and the outer thing moves to compensate for that and like that would look like a weird like churning motion I guess and then like balance would get like them all moving in the same point dependent on the frequency and then I have to explain time travel, like that's where I am in the book is like going to the limits of each one like the telescope situation instead of the spheres a collapsible telescope to where when you pull it out each thing is wrapped in the other one, but it's like a cone a cone shape, so if you pull the frequency all the way out out of the cone then it's uh immediately surrounded by a new cone that's gonna be fucking I have to explain like duplicates and shit uh it's... it was really cool to have that revelation though like just the the three points the fact that it, it's lined up with the realm of possibility points and like that's how I get to end this book and I get to have the character in multiple worlds simultaneously because the royal U is like the caveat to the whole thing, which I didn't mention in the explanation. God damn it. I thought it was the perfect explanation, but I forgot about the royal U, which is like the X variable, I guess. I don't know. The awareness factor. You can make your awareness the location that you're in, or you can make your awareness the frequency that you're in. Or you can make the awareness the time that you're in. So like that factor also moves the sphere. So the royal use is like it gets to to choose whether it wants the middle, the smallest point to be the well I mean it always ends up being the frequency but at a certain point you could choose whether you want your time to be your frequency or you want your location to be your frequency or your frequency to be your frequency. And dependent on those choices you can move everything else. You can move time or you can move location dependent on frequency. So like that's the uh the thing and like how it's also like a cool way to explain like how all could be self but also all could be self like with the paradox and shit fucking paradoxes cause it's like different frequencies frequencies wrapped in time and then location and shit so time being a buffer between frequency and location oh fucking so I feel like I'm gonna have the character figure this out I can't see the story going very much further without the the testing of it of the information but like what's it without the testing of the
1: information
0: something like as far as uh, like theory like you're talking about you okay the character I have um, Billy fell off the day Billy fell off the cliff like he's in a in a world where everything is like as soon as you learn it you do it type shit gotcha. so it's is like the astral plane, so like he's trying to figure out how to get out of the world that he's in. So like this is the answer. So like, once I give him the answer, like I'm pretty sure he would just take it. <laughs> but also he's there all the time because like that's the uh the fuck how, how that's that's the weirdest thing explaining being in different.
1: Question: What what is it? With the fact that you say as soon as you learn it, and do it. What, what What is the, uh, is that, like, a good thing to practice? Or is that what you're saying? Like, is a, a benefit? Like, what is it, what does it benefit to, in that method? Because I feel like that relates to, like, comedy. Like, like when, as far as, like, new material. I have new material. I'll do it, like, on the spot. Like, I'll think of something in the moment and do it. That kind of thing. But what is, like, mean, I don't know.
0: I mean, it's a, it's a cool thing, uh, uh, like, uh, it's a cool thing to hear, like, to live by or whatever, but it's, it's more like in the story. Okay. So, like. There's nothing, okay, all right. No, it it also has a connection, but it's, it's more like putting philosophies to the test, not like, not like doing chores or whatever. It's. So it, it ends up being more like. more mind exercise than it is a body exercise. Like, that's the main point, that it's mind exercises. What is it, how does it exercise
1: your mind? What does it train your mind to do? To be more brazen? To be more brave? What does what it do? To, to
0: stretch your imagination and shit. Well I, was imagine, well,
1: I was thinking you just stretch the bounds of your bravery. Like, it's. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, really just stretching your, testing your balance, your moxie or something like that.
0: uh. Depends on, like, motivation, and, like, that's a big factor, and most Mm -hmm. things is motivation. Learn how to let go. Learn how to, like, if that's your motivation. Because it's
1: it's a freeing thing to just do some spontaneous shit and have it stick to some kind of mold or something like that. It's very freeing doing that for me, like and I also when it lands I forget about myself like yeah nigga I made some niggas laugh off and of shit I didn't even pre-rehearse It makes you know but as a caveat it doesn't work out. anyway
0: well, what did we leave off? I'm trying to explain how I can have them in multiple places at once and as far as like narration wise? As far as science-wise, how it makes sense. Because um, I, I, yeah, I have this thing whole, like... Oh, what is it? Wholesome? Yeah, wholesome and scientifically sound. That's what I'm, like, making this book. <laughs> and, like, it's uh, it's working out pretty well. But, like, a the, lot of shit took me
1: months. The research. The, like, yeah, yeah,
0: months of, like, in, Yeah, and huh. actually, I like the video that talked about like time is a frequency probably to put out some more technology you know they put out encyclopedias for this shit probably i'm putting out my twitter uh it's called behind the scenes book on a book where like everything i've tweeted about the book i'm gonna compile into a book (laughs) behind the scenes book on a book (laughs) ah shit um I have a question for you. When, when was your first inspiration to, to
1: start writing books? Like, what sparked your interest? Like, I want to write a book. Was it just the fact you're a book reader and you want to you write a book? To, like, well, what was your inspiration to write a book? Because
0: I don't have that. Uh, my first book was Your Dirty Near Your Soul. Mm-hmm. Inspiration was I have to... It was like a documentation thing. Like, I felt like... No, I just wanted to write a book well I don't know it's a bunch of different things it's a shitload of different reasons I wanted to write a book in second person I've always wanted to do that like with like narration is that what you mean uh, uh, speaking of you, like speaking of yourself the royal you as okay. as I say, a book that says you do this you do that you, and then have it actually say like you're picking this book up and like real things in second person and not just like a goosebumps pick your own adventure,
2: yeah,
0: which is I think also written in second person. <laughs> but like, yeah, there's a bunch of reasons why I wrote that book. But this book, also a bunch of different reasons.
1: That's what I'm saying. What's the thing? now you want to write a second one? That's a, it must become like an addiction after that. Like you start...
0: it's an addiction to explain uh, my visions in a certain manner is the same thing as the exegesis of Philip K. Dick where he has, he wrote all his books not all his books, I can't say he wrote all his that's a blanket ass statement he wrote uh, a good number of his books in reference to his his uh, visions that he had (laughs) he had like a a weird psychic experience and like that shit changed how he viewed life and shit so to give these different views on life he wrote the books (laughs) so like I'm providing a different view also I feel like I'm providing uh I feel like like he wait three hours in god damn it's 301 gotta end this soon okay uh feel like I'm providing the how to guide. One of those be like a, like a
1: 45 minute podcast. Or? Definitely
0: 2 hours. Not not 45. Cuz you said you only had two bits. It was never going to be oh. 45, but 2 hours is the norm. 3 hours happened once before maybe.
1: But talking talkative motherfucker, my bad yeah, shit
0: <laughs> it's been a good um yeah, like a how-to guide and shit and like just the past experiences and shit. Cause there's not a lot of real ash astral world travel and then like there's not a lot of black talk about that type of shit, although Octavia Butler was on her shit. And then also comic book people are on their shit. But they don't they don't give the credit to like the type of real <laughs> reality building that uh that this is uh the level on the level on the level but i was very surprised by Philip K Dick like that book and shit is just intense He didn't even have good teachers and shit. <laughs> Just, like, raw dog and the, the fucking mythologies and shit. Wow. Um, uh, the spiritual warfare mm. in this uh, has been great. I have documented the time thing. Although, the royal you, I have to say, the royal you is present in any potential where the royal you could be. Therefore, like... It's potentially is where it can... Well, what I'm not talking about... Potentially uses... Ugh. Anywhere it could be, it is. Potentially. There we go, that's... How you word that. Anywhere... Anywhere he could be... He is potentially. Therefore, has access to... Therefore, simultaneously... Because the royal you it could be location or vibration and time is just the buffer between those so the royal you can be present in a location or a frequency over like time being just like a weird buffer meaning it could be the frequency of something and the location of something separately or interchangeably or at the same time Although if it's at the same time, then you're just making your frequency the location. Whatever is bigger, whatever is the bigger sphere, and then frequency is always the the balancing point. All right, that's that's a definite explanation on duplicates, time travel, and time itself. Not time itself. Definitely did not speak time itself. Explain how to move around time itself. Cool. Spiritual warfare time, Uh, which is a game also known as throw a card battle where you play for a soul. Yes, it's a card game. You can bet to win soul. Win your soul here. You tweeted, you mean it. Win my soul specifically. Um, We play the card game. We flip. We use the card to advantage a soul. And the uh, best part is, if you believe you win, then you do win. <laughs> eh? That's right. I put myself in a weird paradox loop where anybody can randomly win my soul all the time. And here we go. We're Sounds like the game
1: of Big Daddy. Uh, <laughs> where uh, Rob is playing the kid. And he goes, Rob Schneider goes, this game is bullshit. What's the oh, okay. this game? I, I, I win! <laughs> I don't understand it! I win! Yeah, alright.
0: Exactly, yes. Except... That kid would be winning so force. Oh. <laughs> He'd be real good at it, too. You don't care who he flip. I win. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really good explanation. On point. Shuffle uh, the shuffle. Uh, and we've one, two, three flips. I flip the metamorphosis a heart card in event. When you play the metamorphosis, you may bury another card on your field. If you do, reveal the top two cards in the nest and play them. You may play them in any order, but you must play them. The malleable forms... The, what? The malleable of form? The malleable? Malleable. You know what I mean? Oh. Okay, yeah, I, I was reading it weird where I was like, it, it didn't make sense right there, Yeah, but it's talking about a type of person. No, so I'm still trying to understand what the fuck, why is that word in there? That's what I'm, yeah. trying to, I'm still trying to figure it out. It's read like, the malleable of form are guided okay. by the strong of will. Malleable of form. So it was like, malleable of form is like a type of person who is guided by the type of person known as the strong of will.
1: So it's saying that some malleable needs some strong uh, on that side
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. um this card it's got like a weird fox creature in a uh, phoenix looking thing <laughs> uh it looks like a dog teaming up with a bird it could be a metaphor for you and i uh, i'm just uh playing spiritual warfare but that is a cool metaphor cause I don't know maybe, well
1: you you've evolved on your concepts so I mean you're part malleable I feel like I'm still learning I'm part malleable too but uh at this position you're more rockstead um, um like I have more to learn from you than, you know that that that's like,
0: very op- cool I'm open insight. to the Kanye I'm open to the Kanye of <laughs> you now because of you appreciate it yeah that's, that's legitimate insight uh Nah, it's cool, it's cool. Um, So with this card, I would use... uh, uh, Let's see, I would send birds and dogs Mm -hmm. to rally you up for you to give me your soul. (laughs) That's uh, that card. Shuffle, one, two, three, flips. Oh, we get a, one of the put-down cards. The Surf. The Surf counts towards your alignment to heart and body. Heart and body. Let's see what we do with the Surf. It's got no number. Actually, the other card didn't have a number either. I guess these cards don't have numbers. Anyway, Um weird thing about playing this game is I've come up with so many strategies that I don't want to reuse. Strategies so of what? Of like how to win. Wait, what's the point of winning? What are you talking
1: about? I, I didn't picked the call I'm, yet.
0: Did you want to play? Yeah, I wanted to play. I thought it was just... I, I don't know how the <laughs> game goes. Yeah! <laughs> this is a first. We've never had anyone actually play live. This is cool. I'll get a deck and you can flip cards too. Okay. I mean, I thought we should have the same deck. Oh, it's your deck. Oh. Uh, no, playing is it's a, a versus game, like Tarot Card Battle. Like, have you played Battle before? No, but I love competition, dude. Or, like, you flip a card and whoever's card is highest takes both of the cards. Like, that Tarot Card Battle is you flip a card and you oh use the card to your gosh. advantage to win the other person. So. Why didn't we start with that? I started with an explanation. But I did not think you were going to play, so I was just going to go through it, which is what I do every show. I play with the audience, and then, like, I just end the show. But I did not know you wanted to play also, so this is the first. We shall have a cool game. I'll let you use this dick. Or do you want to use the the real one? I'm the guest. I don't care. Whatever you want to feel like giving I say this dick because it has, like, cool, like, weird things that the cards do. The other deck has, like, almost one word, maybe. That sounds like a disadvantage. You want to split that deck or something? Yeah, we're not, not going to play a whole the whole game. Right? Just three turns. I mean,
1: and then uh, if we do, then we have to cut off the mic at, at that certain point or something. Well, we'll still be playing. But this is exciting. I'm going to uh, play the real game. I, I'm in, in person. I love competition on any level. Uh, I'll compete. You you, you wanna have like a drinking water contest? Let's go, drinking water contest. I'll I'll drink water. I'll drink water through my ears, nigga, just to beat you. i will fucking. <laughs> I'm down for it. I'll drown before so, I lose. Nah. This is
0: the other deck. It's got like this one like adjustment, defeat. So it's got like words, words and cool ass pictures or these with like, weird ass directions that make almost no sense out of context. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you, choose your deck. I
1: I want to give myself the, the more difficult deck where I need, I have one word would have to describe the picture and what it means to hey,
0: me. You don't have to describe. Dis- well, if you want to, I mean,
1: otherwise it would just be complete embellishment. I have to use something. I don't want to just make some. Because you have descriptions and words on yours, I just have imagination with mine. Cool. Uh, it might be disadvantage me because I'm not familiar with this rain. Maybe
0: they have some cool words on there. All right. <laughs> all, all right. right I'm gonna log off. Let's go. Like that? Yeah. Well, I mean, also we have to read it. So I mean, like, oppression. I get Aquarius, Jesus. the water Bearer. so <laughs> that players can draw additional cards from the, the beginning of their turns. Their minds enrich the world as they task themselves with improving it. Ah, so with this one, I would I would say I will fix the world for your soul. What would you do with oppression?
1: For my soul uh, Well, I guess with oppression I'll Oppress the people And make sure I eat tomorrow uh, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day It's, it's uh, self-preservation, nigga uh, I'm your friend up to a point But if I gotta choose Going to jail Over you going to jail I'm choosing you going to jail uh, If I gotta choose me Eating over you, if you... Don't get in my face I'll bite your face <laughs> Uh, but cool, cool. I don't know, I don't know what that means after that. But oh, the, the I, point not, of the I'm game. I'm not down for oppression. I the don't. point
0: of the game is if you think you win the opponent's soul, then you win. I don't, I don't, I don't want your soul. That's the wanna... point of the game. You're gambling for your soul. Holy shit! I thought <laughs> I explained this. This is all right. Let's, <laughs> let's go.
1: Oh. <laughs> I love you, Byron. Love you too. Man. All right. One, two, three. Y- Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I've been waiting for that <laughs> right.
0: Balor. I got the musician. A soul card, a human. Uh, whenever one or more cards are buried, if no other cards has been buried for this turn, but the top card of the nest and players field at random this does not count as playing the card. They say that. He played out the music on chords that matched the scars of his soul.
1: So I I lose this round because I can't even explain the one word they gave me. I don't know if it's pronounced valor or valour, uh, and I don't even know what, what what that means out of out of the context of the, the picture. Look, I'm gonna go off the picture and do my best. The picture is it has a uh, it has a uh, all spears. There's a uh, there's six. Egyptian spears Like Egyptian stabs With, uh, with Egyptian uh, animals on it And figureheads, And there's one African middle stick There's a bamboo stick in the middle of it for some reason uh, But it looks beautiful It looks uh, elegant I see the Is that the, the, the woman That's the man sign It's some kind of male king thing Valor That Wands Power it's, it's dominance and strength. It's gold that it presents richness. Uh, so I don't even know what that means in kind of <laughs> What you just said, though.
0: Nothing, but like, how would you use that to win my soul, though? How I'll you buy you, nigga. Couple? Okay, that's a good one. Cool, cool. All right, with the musician, I'd play uh, an amazing song and be like, did you love it?
1: <laughs> oh, like a, like, a, like a jester. Yeah. <laughs> all kings, they they love entertainers
0: this is true alright, next flip, last flip here we go ooh, it's cool, I get you the tower
1: I have another hand of, another card of wands, the queen
0: of wands alright, um I have um, the tower, the mind card. Uh, Cards in your hands and on your field cannot be taken by other players, given away, or traded. All the effects of cards uh, still occur as normal. They build it strong enough to withstand nature and tall enough to defy the gods. The tower...
1: I guess uh I, I the previous card I pulled was a a a card of wands. It was all wands of strength and then the next card I pulled is the queen of wands. So that means that uh well, I'm getting personal. Like I was raised by women and there was a certain point, where I pick up all I pick up mannerisms of women. So I guess I have male like strength and I have feminine strength in me. Ugh. Uh <laughs> That sounds cheesy, but you know.
0: <laughs> it sounds very enlightened. <laughs>
1: uh, I respect the strength of women. I respect oh, their, yeah. I respect their power. Um. I, but I guess I would say that a tower would be empty without a, a, a king or a queen, and to to keep it up, nice. to keep to keep it uphold, to keep it to keep it upright, to keep it ma- maintained, to keep it protected.
0: With this card, I would offer, uh, I would offer building something in return for the soul. I'd be like, I right, could i build something cool, build a build a huge tower, build a Trump Tower, build hmm. a Trump Tower for the Trumps.
1: <laughs> and I mean, off with your head! I mean, that's a a queen. I don't know. And sure. I mean To take someone's soul That kind of Why is all my cards is, is Ending brutality. Like I have to Kill someone for their soul no, it's I can't fun. just appease them For their soul
0: It's fun It's a learning exercise I can threaten
1: someone For their You know I have power Oh
0: man When I first there's started also,
1: oh, There's also a queen The queen is holding a cheetah uh, I can stick my cheetah on you I'll, Either you give me your soul Or my cheetah Will chase you to death That's Next a
0: good one Yeah That's a good one <laughs> Fucking natural, natural at the game of spiritual warfare, through a card battle. This has been an awesome ass episode. This is you tweet. Wait, no, I guess I never know when to say the episode name. Like I'm always like, do you say it while winding up or winding down? Like you say it in the beginning. Or it's like I am your host first. Or this is you tweeted. You made it, episode eighty one. Wow, that was a weirdly placed burp. It was like an inner burp. I mm. know um, I didn't forget it. Is it balloons? You
1: belched in your throat.
0: Is the episode named Balloons?
1: Yes. I mean, I love it, and the balloons. I don't know. If the balloons. I don't. Okay.
0: I, I didn't remember if it was or not for real. Like, I thought like it started with an A. But I was like, balloon sounds like what I said, though.
1: Cult? Yeah, it's probably balloons. Oh, a cult doesn't start with hey, an A. I'm so stupid. <laughs> we discussed this already. All right.
0: Yeah, so, this is episode 81 Balloons. I've been your host, Lord Byron. Also known as Byron Bruce a K. E. a.k.a. Black Rocker. BlackRocker I poured Black Rocker on Instagram. Um, this has been James Germain with me. Pleasure also, have
1: you. same James St. Germain for those who know me. By my stage name. <laughs> uh,
0: any other plugs you'd like to to say? Twitter handle again?
1: No, I'm just grateful to be here. This has been fun. You've been a great host. Cool. And this is just it's been fun, man.
0: It has. uh You can't end like that.